What's up, everybody? Welcome to a kind of funny games cast special, the Spider-Man PS4 spoiler cast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Baby Blues, Tim Geddes. <laughs> Let's him host. I never get to be this close to you. I know it's weird. It's, you don't it's like it. It's actually really weird. Yeah. No, I'm okay with oh, this. You like that? Yeah. That's breaking news. Number one games <laughs> journal, Sandy Cortez. Hey, what's up? You're not gonna touch me? Oh, sorry. Number one games journal, Thanks, Sandy man. Cortez. Thanks, man, man. You are making sure. <laughs> yeah. The lawsuit gets everyone. <laughs> and joining us. From Insomniac Games, Brian Intahar. Yay! Wow, wow, applause. Thank mm -hmm. you. For Thank what you. feels like the hundredth time. And now the game is finally out and we can talk about the, the finished game. Because you've been doing interviews with him for like, it feels like. Oh, yeah, we do a lot of panels and stuff together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, this is your first time on any on a kind of funny yeah. product, right? Yeah. Definitely. Well, a proper yeah, product. Mm -hmm. We've done like yeah. E3 shows. Yeah. We've done, yeah. Sure, 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 yeah. sure. I understand that part. I haven't been to the home base. Mm. What do you think so far? I think the place is great. Yeah. I want to play games on that TV. Yeah. That <laughs> my, my first question, Greg, was it's like, you like play games there a lot. He's like, oh, yeah, watch wrestling. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the wall's pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, congratulations. You finally got Spider-Man out. I know. I can't believe it. It's actually out. And I can tell you, there's no one happier in the world than my wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been driving her insane. So, like, I feel like, I don't know, just something like we were waiting for those reviews to come out. And it just feels like, I'm like, am I heading toward, like, an execution? Is it, like, mm. final days? And then it came out. And I remember um, they were hitting at 7 a.m. And my wife went to the gym at, like, 5 and came home just so she could be there when I looked at the reviews. And she, and I saw him, and she she go I go yeah they're good. She goes I'm gonna punch you in the face. They're really good. They're really good. So yeah. why don't you record yourself? Yeah, wait. Didn't Corey teach you how to get <laughs> internet famous? That's, that's, oh, that's Corey's thing. <laughs> but I will tell you, like two days later, I was doing an interview with somebody, and they were they were doing a story about like, you know, what's like the you know the final hours leading up to the yeah. release, and I started getting choked up. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I started getting, I guess I'm pretty. Theory. And like, yeah, I think like, uh, like even the Jen, the PR, Sony PR was getting choked. I started, cause I started talking about my wife and like everything, like we've been through and I've put her through with this project. It's labor of love. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, you guys, I mean, you guys, you know, talk to Corey a lot and all different developers. These things are hard, man. They're sure. really, really hard. So, and you have so many people who put so much into it. You just want it to be good for them. And you, you know, you start like, and you don't know. Like, I think mean, we talk about the game all the time and like, you know, you guys loved it at E3, but like, what happens if you don't like the whole thing or you played the first couple hours and then like, mm -hmm. that's cool. But then, you know, but the rest of it sucks. It's like, you just don't know. And then it's just, it's, it kind of felt like people are like, well, are you happy? I'm like, I'm probably more relieved at the very beginning. Yeah. But then when Friday hit and people started using photo mode yeah. and all of the images were going, and I was just like, this is like, I want to catch up on sleep so bad this weekend. And all I did was I up like two, three in the morning looking at, photos the whole time looking at gavin golden's like his moments he made a moments of just nothing but photos well yeah. the great thing about it's gavin awesome. is that either gavin is posting pictures about spider-man or we're doing uh wrestling gifts back to each other like we were like <laughs> at saturday night like literally till like two o'clock in the morning we are sending macho man gifts back from <laughs> we, we are big, big wrestling fans. so yeah, yeah. so what was it like though, leading up to that review? Like, I mean, we talk about you know getting teary-eyed later, but like, are, when you're coming in, what are you expecting in your head? Are you trying not to expect anything? Uh, no, I'm definitely expecting something. Okay. I, I think. Did that you feel like you had like a, a nine, a ten on your hands? I thought we made something pretty special, but I didn't. I don't know what that means. I mean, what if someone doesn't like Spider-Man? Mm -hmm. What if someone just got handed the game and said, "Impossible." This <laughs> But what if someone's like, I'm so burnt out on superheroes, superheroes like, or like, I'm just going to, you know, I, I just don't want that to happen. Um, 
it's funny. I, I, I worry a lot. Like I have really, I have really bad OCD, like really, really bad OCD since I've been a little kid. And like, it definitely gets into you. Like you start to like work yourself up to it's like, and you start like, I mean, I actually, the only thing I did on the weekend before was I actually played, started playing God of War. I was like, I just need distraction. My mm -hmm. wife was like, what? You've been talking about this game for like two years now. What? It's funny. That was my Spider-Man. I was like, I'll be waiting <laughs> for God of War. And I actually did not play. I only played the first 45 minutes um, between January and September. First 45 minutes of God of War is the only thing else I played because I felt bad. I was either cheating on Spider-Man or I was like, I was like, I got work to do and play it. And I just kind of distract. It was nice distraction for a few hours and like, and that's kind of what got me through it. And then like, you know, my, like I took my wife out to dinner and just like, was just trying to like keep myself busy and then just going, well, is it going to be good? And I, and I told like anybody, I go, I don't want to know what they think. Just let me wake up and see what it is. Cause I don't sure. want like one review to come in and then it's like, Oh, they don't kind of like it. And then I'm going to think, well, now everybody likes it. Or if someone gives it a really high score and I find out, I'm like, well, everybody's going to love it. And then yeah, you're just yeah, a, yeah. disappointed that um, they didn't all do it. So it ended up being great. I think, um, and the thing is, as much as, you know, you guys like it, the fans have really, really dug into it and really like, you know, I, at least, well, they're being really nice to me over the last three days and telling me how Which much Which is unheard like of it. on the <laughs> internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. The thing they were most angry about was last so when i was waiting for the reviews and everything to come out i was like i was like i played god of war and i was like oh you know what? i'm gonna pre-order spider-man like i pre-ordered it and i was like i was thinking i'm like well if everybody else is gonna buy it i should buy it and i, didn't, I actually didn't have a code yet and everybody was getting mad at me that i was bu buying the game like what do you mean you don't get a free copy and i'm like guys just relax <laughs> I, actually, I just want to see like what the front page looked like and all, all that right. kind of stuff and sure. i was like yeah screw it i'll just buy it and uh but yeah it's uh it's been people have been super positive in me so it's been great how long have you been working on this game? Over th over three years. Jeez Louise. Yeah, so it's like pretty much like like all of high school, all of college kind of time frame, and now you're, you're like, okay, comes down to one day. Is that the whole <laughs> is that the whole dev cycle? Has it been a little yeah, bit over three years? Yeah, that was on it really, really early. Like, I mean, maybe two people on it just for a while to kind of, okay, we're going to do this. Let's start talking about things. But it was, you know, it really didn't pick up steam until, you know, maybe six, seven months later. So um, this is really early conversations. And uh, yeah, I mean, the first thing we did was get Spider-Man swinging. Like, yeah, literally the first thing we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I honestly thought because I saw other devs talking about that it's been a little bit over three years of dev time, and I could have sworn this is like a six-year sort of thing, just based on the city. And I mean, I looked a lot younger and thinner and those back in those days. But no, uh, I mean, it. It. I mean, it was definitely one of our longer projects. Um, but like for us, I mean, even though it's a, it's a it's a known IP, it's an for us it's a new IP. We've never mm -hmm. made a Spider-Man mm -hmm. game. We've never um, had. I don't think we've um, you know from a uh, cinematic storytelling element like our our cutscenes have you know that level of fidelity. We, this is something new for us. Um, you know, we've told great stories, but just now what the expectations are for 2018. Sure. Um, this city is several times larger than Sunset. This character moves way faster than the Sunset character. So we had a and then. We haven't met, made a lot of melee, like melee-based games before. Like, yeah, he uses webs and interacts and all that kind of stuff. But like, we hadn't made like a traditional, you know, act third-person melee game before. So that was new for us. So even though it's a known character for us, it was basically it basically is a new IP. So we had to kind of learn what it was about. 
for you coming on, uh, so for somebody watching this, not that it really matters because we're going to publish it the next day, but yeah. this is the Monday after the release. So yeah. it comes out Friday. You're here yeah. on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, today I saw, and I, I think it was the first time, maybe not, but I think it was uh, Ryan McCaffrey over at IGN uh, broke out a thing from his Unfiltered with Ted Yeah, talking about how uh, when Marvel came to Ted Price and was like, hey, do you want to do a Marvel game? He, I think it was like he was lukewarm on the idea and then I, came to you guys. <laughs> I, think, I think Ted, the great thing about Ted is that Ted wants to do what the company's excited about. Mm -hmm. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's not like okay, we're making this. Go do it. Um, Ted really wanted to. You know, they came. They, you know, they came to us like he said, and they said, well, "What would you think about it?" And then he kind of started testing the waters. But the best was, so a few of us knew about it. Um, I was one of them, lucky because I just happened to coincidentally be like walking into his. I think I was like literally walking into his office, tell him about like, "Hey, we're finishing up Sunset. We're almost done or something." And um, he then test some people and then we were at a company meeting and like I said Ted's very open about everything we're doing and he just put the Marvel logo up on the screen and you could literally hear people go <gasps> and that's when you knew we were yeah. Do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah at least that's when I knew I was like I was like I don't think you can go back on this <laughs> and, and it had to be Spider-Man right I I said it I said it had to be Spider-Man I, I I feel like he fit our, our studio really well sure. I feel like from a Marvel standpoint he's the character that everybody like to me, he's like the mascot of Marvel, right? Um, at least for me. And I felt like he just fit our studio really well. Um, he fit the kind of games we make. Um, I, I remember reading one of the early Sunset reviews and someone actually wrote, I wish I had the link still, is I would love to see um, um, Insomniac make a Spider-Man game. And I was like, oh, it's fate. Like, we got to do this yeah. thing. So yeah, I think it was the, just the right fit for us in terms of the tone of the character, this underdog mentality that we really, we, we like to think of ourselves as an underdog. We're still independent and stuff, so... Um, yeah, it's just a perfect fit. A hundred percent. I mean, that's the thing. I don't think we've ever talked about it and I won't name names, but, uh, I found out what, when did you debut E3? Early. 2016. 2016 was yeah. it? Jeez. Okay. Early. <laughs> so then I would have found out, I guess, 2015 at some wow. point. I, I got it. Not from any of your guys, yeah. another developer who knew a guy yeah. who did blah, blah, blah. And like when they said it, because like, the rumor was Sucker Punch was making. Yep, it. and it was. They like, do you? I I know this guy that's involved with this game, and I was like, oh my god, Sucker Punch is making a Spider-Man game, yeah. and he was like, no. Yeah, and I was like, who isn't? Like, it's Insom, and I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, because yeah. it was like you say, you guys like to think of yourselves as the underdog. I would think that if you're a student of the game and paying attention, I would say you guys are right. You yeah. are. You have been doing awesome amazing things for years yeah, for next years year will be 25 years as a wow. student. and i don't think for the most part you've gotten the credit you deserve Thanks, you know man. what i mean like Thanks. ratchet obviously was yeah. this thing and then it's yeah i think not that it struggled to find its place in yeah. playstation 4 era right but it was yeah. that jump to, from ps2 to ps3 things yeah. happened and resistance happened and had a, a fan base behind it right yeah. that cared about it but not that yeah. and same thing with sunset sunset had an audience behind it but it wasn't yeah, a breakout I mean, I hit think the, you know like probably like the you know obviously ps4 was selling really really well compared to xbox so i kind of had mm -hmm. some something to do with it but uh yeah, I think that uh, it really all aligned. Like we've worked with Sony for so long over the years to be working with them again was awesome. And like one thing I know it's going to sound maybe I don't know, get me on a soapbox, but like I want people to understand this game would not exist if it wasn't for PlayStation. Like I know like a lot of people like us ask about Marvel and they want to talk about us, but this game does not exist if it's not for PlayStation. It's not for their support. And like I'm telling you, like anytime I want to do something and I want to make some drastic change, it was like, okay, I never heard about anything. I just like, go do it. And the question was, is it going to make the game better? And I was like, yep. And they would go, okay. And that would be the last time I would hear about it. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I just, I, so many people want to talk about Marvel and Insomniac, which I, it's awesome. Like, and you know, you know how close I am to Bill, Mike, and Eric, and all those guys. Those are my boys. But like, I owe everything to PlayStation. So I feel I'm like sorry. it's the first time that in video games we've ever seen this. Like, with what PlayStation Four has going for it, with its lineup of these amazing oh just back God, to back awesome. to back games, it's the first time that we're seeing uh, ever this type of dedication to taking an idea like the. I, the sheer fact that we got a Spider-Man game that's this good that is a first-party title is insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I called it, like, I was writing something the other day. It's like an unprecedented relation, uh, partnership between yeah. the three groups. And, like, what was really fun for me is, like, like you know, you're talking about Corey. Like, I'm a huge Corey fan. Like, sure. I, like Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, all those guys, Gorilla. Like, I'm as big a fan as you are. So when they're, you know, when I see, you know, Sony Santa Monica making a, you know, a drawing of Spider-Man yeah, hanging upside down yeah, and talking, yeah. showing on Atre- Atreus the thing. Like, I literally go, "Can we please get this made on T-shirts? Can we please get a poster?" And like, seeing the gorilla have all of us together and yeah. the fearsome foursome, I called it. Like, and then like, you know, Naughty Dog tweeting out and like all the support that we all kind of get together. Like, we all push each other to be make make better games, but like we are so supportive of each other because at the end of the day, it just makes the the platform better. You know. You know, people who say single player games are dead, obviously they're not. Um, like those kind of things. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, and like getting notes, like, you know, like it's not Amy Henning is someone I've always looked up to for a yeah. long time. She actually helped me get the job in Insomniac in many ways, sending me a note, like, you know, that was like, I, I, I was like, like, like such a, like a highlight for me. Like it's so awesome to see um, what it's been like and to see how many people are playing it and talking about it. It's been, uh, yeah, it's freaking crazy. It's definitely a game that I thought to myself, I, I want to. I really hope we see this love and care put into all the other franchises. Oh yeah, because this is like, this is set the, the precedent. Spider-Man. Yeah, game. exactly. Are we going to get the yeah. Avengers game? Yeah. Well, like, and the funny thing is, when I was working at Insom, like, so I've been there just over ten years now. Like, r- when the Arkham games were like at its peak, when they were like every new one come out, I would go, man, uh, we need more. Marvels has got to do this. Yeah. And then, like, a couple years later, they're calling us to do it and i'm just like oh my god like oh my god like so yeah it's been it's been awesome yeah it's it's like and we knew like we had we you know some funny thing that like marvel and i talked a lot about is this is the iron man this is the one that's going to start it off yep. like this is the one that's gonna i just got chills we literally <laughs> talked about it from day one as like this is the iron man it can't f this thing up because it it's a big thing for us it's a big thing for them it's a big thing for sony the sony future t- yeah. for playstation took a big risk you know everybody so we like Every single day, we would think, got to be like Iron Man. It's got to be the Iron Man. So, when you talk about it, wouldn't have happened without PlayStation. What does that like holy trinity look like between Insom, PlayStation, and Marvel games? So, you know, I think that. Um, so I got to work with uh, I, uh, a lot of people at Sony, but for one person was so we had uh, Connie Booth, who's been our producer for a long, long time. Uh, Grady Hunt, who's also been our producer, oh, but so we've. We've worked with them over the years on Resistance, Ratchet, all throughout the years. Um, but I was fortunate enough to have Mark Cerny come on as a producer on this game. The architect of the PlayStation Yes, <laughs> the architect of the PlayStation. And, he and is, Knack. <laughs> and I will tell you, he is one of the smartest men I have ever met. Mark Cerny is intimidating to talk to. I'm not <laughs> shocked by that statement. <laughs> he, is, he, is a, he is a very smart man, and he knows it. He knows he know, he, if If there's any development thing... He's faced it in many ways. And to have someone like him who pushed me, like he would, he challenged me, like, what, what, why do you want to do this? And you, he would, you would work through the answers and you do it in a way where he's, he's actually helping you um, believe in what you, in what you want to do, figure out how you can do it. 
and like, you know, many ways, you know, when things were toughest, I would ask more questions and just even just bouncing it off him. And but like he's so diverse, like he you can talk to him about level design and combat design. And but at the same time, then he's talking to our tech team about, you know, how to push the, you know, sure. what we're doing from a weather standpoint or lighting, voxel technology, or whatever <laughs> stuff that like when they're like, you know, him and the tech team are talking, I'm just like. I don't understand one word you guys are talking about, yeah. but it looks cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So level yeah, of details, yeah, yeah. Greg. So, <laughs> my, my apologies, Andy. Yeah. So like those are the kind of things that I think, and to have someone um, in your corner who you can go to at any time um, and ask the questions is invaluable. So, um, and then like, for instance, like, oh, I just want to change a third of, you know, like I just want to change, you know, like this cutscene. I don't want to do it anymore. Well, we spend all this money doing it. All right. Well, no, you can just, we, we, we can make this better. We can yeah. totally make this better and go for it. And that's, you know, because, you know, the other thing is, as you guys know, st we story was huge for us. It was really big, but sometimes you just don't know if it's clicking until some of the stuff is created and to go in and just, in, and, and talk about how we can make it better and, and be okay with, um, you know, making some modifications and stuff and getting total support was, was awesome. And like, yeah, I just, I, I don't, I, I know I became, like infinitely a better developer and storyteller because of them. What, I mean, we've, you've been talking for a while now. Everybody knows you. All right. We've seen, everybody's seen you around the town doing these wow. game informers asking you a million questions in a 75 minute video. That, but I, that was like the most nerve wracking thing. I said, I could show you the game for like two hours, but doing this for like 20 minutes, like the hundred questions, I was like, you're gonna ask me some question I don't know the answers to, and then I'm gonna look like an idiot. This guy doesn't know Spider-Man. This guy doesn't know Spider-Man. Why is he making this game? That was my <laughs> biggest fear. Yeah. Sorry, to interrupt. Creative director, your title. Yeah. What does that mean on a day-to-day? -day? What does that mean in terms of the whole project? Are you just the end-all, be-all at Insom about what's going on in the game? I mean, I, I think that my job is to help set the vision for the title, um, whether it's um, at all in all elements. But so that's I'd say. I, I have the creative vision for the game. Like I want to tell this story, focus on these elements, create, these are the pillars of the game. These are what mm -hmm. important. This is what we should focus on. That being said, it ain't a one man show. Not even, <laughs> not even freaking close. And like I have, I work with people that are way more, and I'm not saying this just be, these people are way more talented than I am. And I work with people like Jacinda, our art director, who mm. we talked about what we wanted the city to feel like. Now she goes and goes, um, Ryan Smith, my game director, who literally taught me how games are made. Like Ryan taught me back on back many years ago. Like, hey, you want to help video games are made? Here's how we do. Him and Doug Sheen, the guy, basically helped make Traversal and Spider Man. They taught me how video games are made. They I did a no, pretty good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like, here's reality, Brian. Like, here's the here's how they're they're done. Because um, yeah, that's all a, those that... people are like like Bobby Cunnington, our, our our animation director, John Paquette, our writer. Like, you lean on all those people. The, and you just say, okay, here's what I want to do. What do you think? Get feedback. You modify, you change, and then you let people go. And I will say there was points, parts in the project where I held on way too tight, like mm. way too tight. And the team told me like, like very loud, loud, like <laughs> Brian, like you're, you're suffocating. And I heard it. I heard it. And I tried really hard to stop. Um, and just let them do it. And that's where them, and that's, does that come down to decisions on like looks or gameplay uh, or cutscenes? I think it's a little bit like I can be a little overbearing with no. feedback and like, just like be like, get, I get really intense. Like, uh, you'll, uh, some people at the office really like this. So we were in a, we were in a, we were in a review for a mission. And for some reason we had a lot of gold trash cans around everywhere. And like, it obviously didn't fit like the, it didn't fit the, the mission we were in. I was like, I like, I do my thing. I'm like, Ugh. Guys, guys, like, 
why are there so many freaking gold trash cans? And, like, and, I, and that's literally how I sound. Sorry if I blew out your eardrums there. But like that's, like I'll get like that and I'll get fixated on something and I think that, and honestly it comes out of fear. You think like, the whole I've game's never, gonna never, suck because of that yeah, thing. Like, Reviews are gonna eat us alive. And, I th- and it's so irrational and I think that it's all out of fear. Remember, I haven't been a creative director before. So this is my first go and like- No big deal, no working, pressure. You're working with, like, you know, it's funny. So the uh, the first trailer we ever released was where he says "No pressure," right? Like yeah. that's literally my mantra for the entire project. Like um, that, I I get really I was I was so scared of something going wrong, and why I said, you know, they're just these people are really good, and just let them sure. do what they're doing, and you know, um, and it was and I and I heard it really quickly, um, you know. But my I think my job sometimes is to push and poke and prod. And then sometimes it's to back off and support. So you just find that balance. And you know, as, like I said, as a first-time creative director, you, you got to find that balance. And I some days I was really good, and some days I would um, come in on Monday morning after playing, like doing like a thirty-hour marathon session. And uh, you know, I mean, I, I I'm so embarrassed. It's like I've done the. I need to go for a walk. <laughs> I, I walked out, and it's and that's me being kind. Just like again, fear fear of um, fear of it being uh, going wrong. But in a day, trying to remember that it's a really talented team working on it. Uh, we're, this is a spoiler cast where we get in all the spoilers and stuff. Spoiler but we've up. been pretty general. I want to g- give you one more question before we go, in case somebody like, listening before it gets long. like really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you ca- talked about it, taught you everything about how games are really made. Yeah, you, something I think gets lost right now in your narrative because again, now you're a big star. You know what I mean? You're a big star. You're on all these things. Everybody knows yeah, you. Yes, I will be guy. only talking in third person for the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be just like us, a, a video game journalist hack or whatever, right? <laughs> You were, I was definitely. You were a hack, big time. One up in it over there. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was. I was actually funny. I was just over. I was like, I had had lunch a block from where I worked, one hundred one Second Street, Stiff Davis, baby, EGM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's surreal. Ten years. That was ten years ago. Does that feel like another lifetime at this point? Like, yeah, I was walking down yeah. the street. And I'm like, oh my. Oh, first of all, I don't know any. Of the, all the restaurants I went to are gone. Oh sure, like, yeah. yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, they can't like, pay the rent. Like, we were looking. We were looking. I was like, okay, we go. No, it's not. Uh, we, it's not there. Um, yeah, it's absolutely surreal. Like, and I had a lot of people, like my old coworkers from that time, message me over the weekend, and like, like John Davison, who's the editorial director, mm-hmm. messaged me last night. He's like, "I'm in, I'm in the UK. I'm flying home, but I'm so goddamn proud of you." Like, I mean, it was awesome. Like Mark McDonald from Japan, who I'm really close yeah. with. Um, Luke Smith, who's a creative director at Bungie, is my best friend. Um, you know, he's one of the guys I leaned on a lot. Just from like, we've been kind of through similar paths of you know going from journalism to yeah. direction. Um, yeah, it's been. Uh, yeah, I, and I want to say that, like, like I don't think reviewers should, like, have to know how the game is made. I don't think that's fair. Oh, it's sure. like, at the end of the day, like, just judge what it is, right? Um, but I'll never forget. There are some things where I'm like, well, I just don't understand why we can't do that. And then they go, well, here are the five reasons why. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Like, so you just can't change the resolution, like, by just, like, a couple things? Keystrokes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, isn't it just more zeros and ones at the end of the day? <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> yeah, but like, and I had to do a lot of work um, to like get caught up to speed. Like I would ask um, our character artist, like I remember one day he was clearing out um, his uh, bunch of books and he had a bunch of modeling books that kind of just, here's the process. And it's like, okay, start with this, go with this. I would read them and I would just ask read a lot topology. of- Read topology. Yeah, I just read a lot of, <laughs> I just have, re, I just ask a lot of questions and basically say, I know nothing, teach me. <laughs> yeah. What I liked that I thought encompassed it well was that you wrote the note that came with the reviewer's guide. 
Yeah. And I, uh, you even started, I think, of like, this is surreal, because as many yeah. of you know, I used to be you. Yeah. <laughs> I, many, I, I, used to, I think I've used the word surreal more than pretty much anything of this entire experience, because it's like, I feel like I've lived a pretty charmed professional career. Like, when I was, you know, when I was a little kid, I remember sitting on my best friend's front porch and going, wouldn't it be cool to write for EGM? I wrote for EGM. Yeah. Wouldn't it be one day to make a video game? I'm making video games. God, could you ever imagine making a Spider-Man game? I'm making a Spider-Man. Like, I, like I said, you probably people saw it. Like, outside of wanting to be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, this is the <laughs> best thing. This is the best job I have. Like that, that fantasy of being a football player. Went away. You'd, you'd still be a second stringer if I, you tried out right now. Maybe, maybe they would have won yesterday. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, I pretty much have had like, I have. You know, I'm 41 now, and I can say like, I pretty much outside maybe a couple months. I got paid to basically be a kid. Yeah. Like, like I remember going to like my five, 10 year high school reunion and people are like, so what do you do for work again? I'm like, well, I don't dress like this because I'm way more comfortable when I go to work and uh, I don't have to wear a suit. I wear if, if maybe jeans, maybe like maybe shoes. That's my life. Well, and now you actually do the thing that everybody thinks we do, <laughs> which that don't that are outside of video games. It's like, what do you do? Oh, you make the game. No, we no, don't no, make. Just talking about it. Just well, my favorite it. was whenever we like. So you like you, you you play games for a living, and I was like, uh, no, like especially when I was writer. Like I was like I I only I never played when I was at EGM. I rarely ever played a game at the office. Yep. If you were writing all day, editing, and it was at home, you were playing the games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like, nah, kind of right for a living, but sure. If you want to, if that makes it easier for you to understand, yeah, I play <laughs> games for a living. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of funny's Spider-Man PS4 spoiler cast. Now, if you have just been, you know, listening on your podcast feed, something else happened. You weren't paying attention. This is your final chance to get out. You We're going in, baby. You should have beaten the game by now. Andy did it in two sittings or whatever. Cause he's a crazy person on Twitch. 18 hours. Jesus. <laughs> All right. oh, you, you, you did it in a little shorter than I thought you would. Yes. I think most people are averaging about 20. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I totally like. I, main path. I tried to go main oh, path. Okay, main yeah. Path. It was two in the morning. I was like, I, well, I that have was, to see this There was like through. some rumor out that was like, this thing's 12 hours. I'm like, no. and he was like, I was like, uh, no. Like, I was like, what? Diff-? I, was like, I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> I was like, James, James, stop the press. <laughs> say it's longer. Say it's longer. Yeah, I was freaking. That's that's the freakouts. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Launch. Yeah. All right. So that was your chance. Here we go. All right. So you're gonna sit there with a straight fucking face and tell me Harry Osborne's got the symbiote on it. Is that the symbiote in it? Because it shoots out from him. You know. Don't act like you don't know what you did. <laughs> don't act you like you know. I like that shirt. <laughs> I like that. Why isn't this suit in the game? Why isn't this suit in the game? <laughs> uh, I think that something like that suit um, deserves its its day in the spotlight. And I think just making it a unlockable suit um, wouldn't be doing it justice. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a, it's one of the best stories for Spider-Man. Sure. And I think that um, it's a complex story. I think that um, that story needs to be told and it needs to be told in the way that Insomniac would tell it. Hell yeah. Yeah, we, I think my favorite. We did it, Greg. We did it. <laughs> Spider-Man Two confirmed everybody is the symbiote. My, my favorite thing about the game is the world that was built. Because as a huge Spider-Man fan, like the yeah. idea of it being eight years of him being Spider-Man and not really knowing like the gap yeah. and like all the character developments mm-hmm. and stuff, and not knowing what villains has he faced, like yeah. when did he face him, what's his relationship yeah. with this person, that person, like that was the most interesting thing to me. And I feel like. You guys did a killer job, like Thanks. building out that world, yeah. whether it's from side quests or the main story or yeah. all the things. How hard was it to decide what to put in this game, even if it's a small tidbit, and what to not put in it? Because it's crazy really to think, hard. really hard. Really, it's crazy to think that, like, in those eight years, he didn't have the symbiote yeah. affect him. A lot of people, like a lot of people, want to. So it's funny. 
But when we first started, when I found out like we're making Spider-Man, I'm like, oh my effing God. Yes. And you're like, oh my God, we're making Spider-Man. What do we do? Yeah. Yeah. And you start to, so you like, you go fanboy and then you go to full freak out mode and like, well, is it, you know, are we going to show Green Goblin? Are we going to show a Venom or like, you know, who's he had, who's had a history with? And we knew right away, we said like, listen, the origin story has been done. Like, like, I mean, we tried to do a research. I'm like, that's not the story we want to tell. Um, we didn't know that Marvel Studios was going to all of a sudden team up with Sony and make, you know, a younger Spider-Man, which would have been good because we could separate ourselves. And I figured no one wants to see Peter Parker with kids and married. I don't think. I don't think. All right, I think first off, old. fuck you. Renew your vows is a good comic. This <laughs> I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, I think that there's a smaller audience for that. They mm-hmm. want, they want, I think that, um, I, I was thinking, well, there's a, what's a time in your life that you really remember? For me, a big turning point in my life was right when I graduated college. Yeah. Um, and I entered the the workforce and for me, it was like trying to make a name for myself in my career. It was relationships and friendships from high school and college were now evolving, changing, um, new responsibilities, things I didn't have to deal with before. Um, I thought we can all identify with that. Cause for me, I wanted, I wanted us to deliver a very great superhero experience. Like you're buying Spider-Man cause you want to be that guy. Right. But for me, I think the genius of the comics and, and the movies is that they are great human stories. Like I think you can just strip away all that stuff and it's still a good story. So it had to be something that people could connect to. So if they're not a big Spider-Man, as huge of a Spider-Man fan, it's still a good story for them. So that was kind of our philosophy. But like I knew Doc Ock was going to be, sorry, that was the big spoiler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to have him be right away because I thought he would be such a great relationship with Pete. Sure. Yeah. Like and that I, was, that was one of the earliest decisions we made. And that's, I think something you nail. Because I know I, in our review, I talk about non-spoilery, yeah. right? Of just like, I wish they experimented a bit more. I thought it was too predictable on this. But the <sighs> thing about Doc being predictable was I saw what you were doing just ahead of time, but I was still enjoying it. Yeah. Where it was that I was going in and doing the mini games, and I'm like, I'm fucking building. I'm setting him on yeah. this path. Well, the, so that was the thing was with Otto and Pete, what I didn't want to do is just – I wanted I – wanted, we want, really wanted people to understand his motivations. It is a little bit of a slow burn of how, him getting there, but I feel like seeing that transformation and being part of it and then seeing the classic Parker like, well, I just basically created yeah. the, the hardest supervillain I've ever had is a very classic Peter Parker, Spider-Man experience. It's hard to throw Otto Octavius in the game and surprise people that mm-hmm. he's maybe going to come Doc Ock or not. But the flip side is that we get... We get more character development, and when, so when he finally does switch, you feel like there's a big, rich story. You care, there. you totally. care. Like, and to me, that final fight does not mean as much if they haven't gone through those things. Man, the so, final fight got me because yeah, yeah. it's the line where he's like, y- "You knew," and then like yeah. he comes back to it a second time. He's like, "Wait, wait, wait! You knew yeah. th- this whole time?" And it's like there's that. It's kind of a reveal of like he knew while yeah. Peter yeah. was working with him, yeah. and it's like. Man, so it's not ju- it isn't just Doc yeah. Ock that betrayed him. It is Otto Octavius. Well, and the other thing is we'd like to think of Otto as kind of the smartest guy in the room. So it would have been weird if like he like didn't. He got know. duped. He got duped. I'm like, you're uh, making his suits. Like, that makes be, sense. That's gonna be weird. Um, so it really worked well with the character. But it's funny that scene, that that fight for me, it's after that moment they fall and they're on the side of the building and there's a Amazing. part there's a part where Pete's looking. The camera's facing Peter. He's got the he's got a cracked mask. Classic. And then we made a change to the hero theme at that moment where you know, okay, this is the final phase. And that's the part that gets me. Like, 
the next next few scenes are great, but that small little like five second window, that's when I like I I lose it. Like that's the one. Like I remember. I, we, so you didn't see this. I was talking to Bill in Hall at behind when we were yeah. waiting for Hall H. I started getting choked up when I was talking to Bill about that moment yeah. there that day because it's just that's that was the one when I said. We got it. We did it. We did it. We, we did it. I well, remember being in a review, seeing that moment. I go, we got it. And I think even the lighting was a little bit busted at that point or something was off. <laughs> I'm like, squint. It doesn't matter it. what happens. We, we got, it. We got <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So I was really that. And I feel like that fight more than anything captured um, really fun gameplay experience with a great narrative within the, mm -hmm. within that, within that moment, which I thought was, and that's, like I said, I don't think that moment means as much or has a kind of impact you didn't have the development for those you know 15 20 plus hours that we put into because we we talk ask you to go back to the lab a lot and talk to Otto and see his how he changes and um, see the struggle right of him being like i'm losing control of yeah. my body i yeah. need to do something and it's funny that's actually one of the scenes where you know when he finally has the forearms and he gets really mad at peter we actually made a couple changes to that scene because it wasn't quite working and we're like okay let's just do one more tweak so we actually just like changed about 15 seconds of it um, but yeah, I mean, it was, and the Bill who, Bill Sellers who plays Otto is like, he's amazing. Yeah. Like I thought he was like, when he's on, he's on, when he was on set, I was just like, I'm staring at Otto all the performances are fantastic. Right, yeah. Really yeah I, I, you know, it's one of those funny things. I've been around a long time doing this and talking to a lot of these voice actors. Yeah. A lot of them, talentless hacks, <laughs> Travis Willingham. Terrible. He's Laura King Bailey, <laughs> horrible. MJ. Uh, Troy Baker, not in this game, also not terrible. in this game. But Yuri, he's fantastic. Yuri Lowenthal, somebody I've been in the same circle with before, yeah. right? But I don't have the connection I have to a Troy yeah. or whoever else. So I know of his work, but I'm not intimately familiar with it. Yeah. And knowing Yuri and having so many conversations with him, it's always been, oh, cool, boy. And then playing this game, I'm like, Man, Yuri fades away. Where mm. this is Peter, yeah. like he gives Peter and Spider Man such a distinctive voice, and he, you can hear him having fun with it, yeah. right? And then, like, it was that whole thing of like, this is really great. And then, and then the first time he's like, Spider Cop, you're like, I oh know. my god, right. it's so good. So I have two stories for you guys. I haven't, I haven't talked about this with anybody. So, um, you so so John Paquette, our lead writer, was like, I think we should audition Yuri. Yuri was the male voice of the Sunset Overdrive character. I was like, nah, I don't want. It. I was like, I don't want to. I I just feel like we're just using the same person because sure. it's easy. And I'm like, no, no. So we auditioned a lot of people, and I just couldn't find anybody. And eventually Yuri came in, and he really did a really good job in the audition. But I was still kind of nervous. Yeah. And then I remember, uh, I was like, we brought more people in. And Yuri kept coming back, kept coming back, kept coming back. I put this guy through the ringer, and eventually I was going on vacation, and I was back east, and I said, just have him do. 50 VO lines for me. Like I knew he could do it, but I just wanted to, I wanted to close my eyes and, and say, does this sound like Spider-Man and Peter Parker? Yeah. And I was down to two people and they were both really, really good. And I just closed my eyes and I said, that's Pete. And what was really great was that over the court and really Yuri helped us find the voice of Spider-Man. I mean, I think a part of that was he sounds too young, sound too old. Like we, we, I put it and I, and I, I was finding my own way as well. And what happened was really great was I think what I've always talked about Spider-Man and Pete being two different characters, essentially, whereas Spider-Man is much more confident, funny, but persevering, whereas um, you have a little more relatable, awkward, but charming Peter Parker. And Yuri kind of naturally did it. And I said, like, I, if people like, why did you use my go? Because he made me laugh and made me cry. Mm -hmm. And he's really, really good. And Spider-Cop is a Spider good example of. So one of our writers, Ben Arfman. 
He is fantastic. This guy's gonna be a star. He, we were, it was like one of these missions where like, we're kind of teaching you a system, like the towers thing, which I know the towers are controversial for some people. Are they? Um, yeah, apparently some people don't like them. That's okay. I get it. Um, I want more. I don't know. <laughs> just give me more to do in this city. And, um, and uh, we were just trying to make it feel less tutorially. And Ben writes his script. And, and uh, Ben hadn't been at the company for a super long time, but he, I knew he was really, really good. And he understood the character really great. And Ben sends this thing to me and John, and I read it, and I just, like, Ben was awake, because Ben and John sit right next to each other, and I go over to John, and I go, John, I don't know if this is going to work. And I'm like, uh, this might be a little too far. And, and, I, and, we, and I, he goes, ah, he goes, I go, ah, just try it, screw it. If it doesn't work, whatever, we'll just strip out the lines. Sure. And we put it in, and literally everybody in the studio was like, spider cop, spider cop, spider cop. Yeah, and it was, it, and it, <laughs> took, it took a, and what's awesome about something like Spider-Man is that it took something that was very kind of, tutorially and made it really fun and memorable. Oh well, yeah. It made it like a real thing. You could yeah. see yourself doing yeah. when he does it. And he's like, and, she, and Yuri comes back on the comms. She's like, are you narrating to yourself? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Baby. And I feel like it really gave her a character. Like yep. she yeah. was, she was like, we talked about this, that like going into the game, it's like, yeah. I'm not too familiar yeah. with her. And so that makes you kind of wary of yeah. whether or not you're going to like it. So I, we, I purposely chose her because I wanted people to understand that, this is a different game. This is mm -hmm. a different experience, a different universe. Like you, we're going to take some characters like Yuri and Mr. Negative. And you mean some way Silver Sable that you may not be so super familiar with, but we're putting them in roles that are prominent because I want you to know right away when you pick this game up, I haven't seen this before. I haven't really played this before. I, it was like a very conscious choice to pick those characters. I mean, Mr. Negative gave us a, 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 a villain that we could use to also help us build Otto up. Yeah. Um, and they actually have some ties together. And then there's a gameplay element of Inner Demons. But I wanted people to go, oh, well, I'm not sure who this guy is. Oh, this is different. This is new. Well, but and then we also we deliver very many familiar faces as well. Definitely. And I mean, that's what I mean, you got you got I can only imagine what it's like to be a video game developer. have this story been working on for years and then listen to morons like us hypothesize after trailers. And I remember mm -hmm. telling somebody I was like. Yes, they're showing Mr. Negative, but he's only going to be in the That's first the 15, 20% of <laughs> yeah, the game. Yeah. Then we'll get to the real villain. Yeah, yeah. And then throughout that thing, I'm like, and not only is he keep going, he's scary and he's yeah. fleshed out and yeah. you great feel for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was, so it's a really great point because we really, what we tried to do was with, with, with Mr. Negative and Otto, I really want to make sure that if they're going to be in the, the game that much, they need to have like a real arc. They need to have real stories. They just can't be like, I want to do this because I'm a bad dude. Like, there's, there's, there's a reason behind all of it. Like, our joke during development was like, no more mustache twirling villains, right? <laughs> we didn't want that. Um, and it's, it's challenging sometimes, especially like to interweave these two art, these two characters, and then obviously Norman kind of lurking in the background, dude, oh, handled dude. so well. Yeah. Okay, so whenever uh, Bill, who's Otto, and Mark Rolston, who is Norman Osborn, were on set together, it was like energy just like pulsing aiding and they were just it was like they, i thought like things were gonna explode the energy and like the intensity these guys brought was crazy. i mean like i remember we did a table read at insomniac and they were just across the table for each other and i remember bobby cottington and my animation director were sitting right next to me and i look at him and i go <laughs> it was i mean it was insane i can't think of another 
NPC, not, and this isn't a non-main villain, whatever you want to call yeah. it, right? That Because Norman shows up and you're like, oh, is he going to be Green Goblin? Yeah. Is he not going to be? Okay, yeah. but like, it was that thing, oh no, you're just a human, you're probably a human this whole game, okay. And then he would come in and it was just like, you are stealing this scene and you don't have electricity yeah, shooting right. out of your hands or anything. No, no. totally. And what's yeah. so cool about that, and going back to what I was saying about my favorite thing of the game, is the whole time with Otto, you're like, are you going to turn bad? Like yeah. It's, yeah. It really looks like you're going to, but are you? And with Norman, it's the same thing of like, yeah. I are know you you're bad, bad, but are you like, <laughs> When do we see this turn? Okay. Yeah. So what, I, what, we, what I found interesting was, and I don't know if we consciously thought of it. I mean, I'll say it because people like it, so we were really smart. I sound cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that, when people saw Otto, they were going to go, oh, he's going to become Otto. He's going to be Doc Ock. And then you would see him over the course of the game, and you'd go, well, maybe he maybe doesn't. Maybe not. And yeah. then boom. I and held out like hope that, for the longest time that, that it was going to be, that he was going to be Otto, but or Doc yeah. Ock, but not yeah. be bad, Doc. Yeah, Ock. and then you know we toyed around with that idea, by the way, of like yeah. him being a good guy. Um, we just kind of felt it was not working with what we wanted to do. Sure. Um, by the way, if I'm talking too long, I feel like I could. Every question you guys are asking, I no, don't worry. Like people showed up for the spoiler <laughs> cast to hear me talk about it. Okay. That's what yeah. they want. Okay. Okay. Here's okay. what I think I should. Feel, no, I keep talking. Shut I up, bro. All right, well, keep talking, but don't shut up. You know what I mean? Goddamn. It's funny. I'm like right in line of like all these Marvel movies you guys have on this board over here. Yeah, Sorry, I'm just like Iron Man, Captain America. That's the that's the the girlfriends and wives list. That's not our list. Don't worry about it. Okay. But yeah, I it was Mark Rolston is. He was actually one of the first characters we cast as Norman because he just came in and I was like the I like I I go like if Mark's here I'm like so Mark could you like maybe try this because like, I'm so <laughs> I'm so, intimida I'm so intimidated like he's just like a, he's a, but he's a, but he's also like the nicest dude he's like the nicest dude um, with the with the world that you all have in this game you you sort of have free license to kind of craft your own Marvel story yeah. The, I know when I'm sort of given that freedom, it's sort of like I'm paralyzed, and I like where do I even start? Did you yeah. all like? Did did you all say oh, we can maybe take some influences from this world or maybe this comic and this run? Or I think what I learned was what I learned early on, which I always seem like, well, hey, we all read the comics, the cartoons, and then we went to the movies, and that's how everybody does. And I realized like that's not how everybody gets in this, these these characters. Like we have people on the studio who just like. They started with the movies. They right. started with the Raimi movies or some, even people, Andrew Garfield, I'm like, oh, God, I'm old. Um, <laughs> and I think that what you do is um, there are little differences between all of the different versions, even in the comics, like depending how Bendis wrote it compared to Dan Slott to other people. And what I tr what we tried to do was look at the common characteristics between all the different entities. And I go back to the idea of the big idea of worlds colliding, the thing that Bill and I talked about really early on. Um, you know, the best stories are when Peter's and Spider-Man's world collide. And then we said, well, what are the two personalities I described to you? The resiliency, the humor, the confidence of Spider-Man with the relatable, vulnerable, somewhat awkward Peter Parker. That's common amongst all the stories. And then when you kind of have that, you're like, okay, well, what do we want to tell? How, how old do we want to make? So we kind of started very high level with worlds colliding the, in the idea of like a superhero experience within a human, you know, with a human story. And then kind of just kind of, went down in more and more detail with every level. At least that's how I'm going to say we came up with it. Sure. That sounded, that sounded great. You nailed it. Yeah. Exactly. They're probably going to ask you to make a second part after that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see. I really appreciate it from a marketing side. Like, you know, we, we live in a world now where there has to be 10 trailers before a movie, and it's just yeah. like the, they usually spoil the entire movie. Yeah. I feel like Spider-Man did such a great job over the, the couple E3s of – Giving, like, especially the first time seeing Mr. Yeah. Negative, and it's like, okay, cool, we're going this direction of a more relatively yeah. unknown yeah. character. 
But then the bigger blowout where we did see it's like, oh, it's the Sinister Six. We, yeah. we, we get what we're doing here. Yeah. But ending that with the, oh, my God, it's you. Like, yeah. there was so much speculation that even playing through the game, I was like, man, they did such a great job where I want to get to that part part because yeah. I want to know who it is. Yeah. And it made the reveal feel a bit more meaningful, I think. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, that so I knew I knew I had I had a pretty good feeling that after that first E3, uh, the first time we showed Mr. Negative, people were going to be like, where's all my villains, man? Like, I want my guys that I like. And I'm like, it's coming. Just wait. And when I knew we were going to be at E3 again, um, I was like, oh, we're bringing out the Sinister Six. And originally, I mean, I've never told anybody this. Originally, you were going to hear Otto's voice um, over Black. That was the original plan, actually, during that E3 thing. Scott Chills in there. But <laughs> then um, it was, I think it might have been Bobby Coddington, our animation director. Or somebody goes, I think it's better if we just cut. Totally. And, it was. And I was like, and it was one of those things where, like, for like six months I had it. I was like, okay, Otto's going to say this. And I pop, 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 pop. And then just, and then he goes, I think it's better. And I was like, yeah. We, like, he just did like a quick edit. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely the way to go. Um, but yeah, it's funny. I sometimes think we show too much um, because just, you know, I'm so people are so hungry for all this stuff. And like, I didn't want to spoil everything. Um, and like, you know, I mean, keeping auto secret was mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the hardest thing imaginable. And like it like semi got spoiled after. Yeah. Like what happened? like somebody's like somehow it got out that auto was in the game, like right after E three. And luckily it kind of, like it was great. The community kind of was like, "Hey, everybody, shut up!" And they kind of killed it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was and we very and like, especially myself and Mike Jones fought like we are not showing Otto. Like we are going to save this big thing for the community when they play it. Like Miles playable. We never yeah. talked about it. We never talked about him getting powers. We want just like like you see him. You're like, does he get it? Like let people experience it. Like you know that kind of thing. We never hinted at like Aunt May or any of that kind of stuff. We. I want it because, you know, you, you know, you want to go into these movies, these things, these experiences and just be surprised. You know? And I think that was, you know, I talked about it in our review, right, where I thought it was a baseline Spider-Man story. Maybe that's the only problem I had. It was a predictable. Yeah. Right. But then it's not only talking to these guys, talking to now people playing it, talking to our peers who are reviewing it. When I would talk to somebody who had been on Blackout and didn't go to the preview or talk to somebody who went to your preview and they were getting these reveals, it was that kind of thing of like. I guess there are a lot of moments in here that I took for granted because I've known forever. About I'm not going to lie. When I heard you say that, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. But, it, but I, well, it's, kind of, yeah, but I get it. I get yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you, you've been living and breathing everything. Exactly. And like, that's my like, Oh right? my God. They changed one pixel on the suit. Let's, let's look at that. Yeah. Um, I get it. I get it. I think that the other thing was, um, this was our for this was our you know coming out party. We wanted to make sure that we were you know this character means a lot of pe to people and mm -hmm. be respectful mm -hmm. of that yeah. franchise and not go so far out of left field. We're like oh, I didn't that doesn't that's nothing I can relate to. And that's what I love. You set this baseline that now yeah. you can do the crazy stuff for you can kill yeah. Aunt May at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. not only was God, that no. insane, I didn't see yeah. it coming, but it, it was so powerful and I felt yeah. like the characters were developed enough that yeah. when that moment mm -hmm. happened. It was just like, oh man, I'm tearing oh, up. Yeah. So you got me here. It's great that you say that because I was petrified that people were gonna think, oh, they just did it to shock people. They just did it to shock. Mm. And we actually went back and forth where at some points she wasn't gonna die and she was gonna die. She was gonna die. And then 
what I did was um, I asked, we had a few people come on board. Um, actually, do you guys know Brian Horton? He used to work on Tomb Raider. He yep. worked on Call of Duty. Yep. So Brian came near the end, and Brian's a really talented developer, um, and he played through the game, and I said, do you think Aunt May's or, or death was earned? And he was like, oh, yeah, we got to do this. And I really respected Brian's opinion, and um, I just asked a couple more people, and then I kind of went to Marvel. I go, I really think we should do this. And they were like, we totally agree, and we went. Yeah. And that's why people were like, does Marvel let you guys try things? I'm like, we killed Aunt May we for free. We killed Aunt May. I mean, <laughs> what, else, what else are we going to do? I feel like going off what Greg's saying about it being a you know, kind of predictable Spider-Man story or whatever, I feel like it's impossible to not be because we know these characters so well. And I feel like no matter what choices are made, people are going to feel one way I've or the seen, other. I know. I've I guess that. And uh, it's just like, oh, they showed too much of the Sinister Six. There, there wasn't a m- enough yeah. of them. They killed Aunt May. They didn't kill Aunt May. Yeah. Miles didn't. You know, wasn't yeah. Spider-Man. Oh, he was Spider-Man. No matter what decision you make, it's going to yeah, be I mean, bad. Yeah, we, we talked about making Miles, like, Spider-Man. We talked about it. It just, like, it took away from, again, it took away from the thing. This was a Peter, we always said we wanted to make this a Peter Parker story. And the day, even though Miles is going to be in his world, this was this was a Peter Parker story at the end of the day. And that just was taking away from the main thing. And, like, you know, I know I've read some comments about, like, oh, I wish, you know, some of the other villains were more developed. I'm like, we had plans. But at the end of the day, the quality of the, of the stuff wasn't living up, and we wanted to make it a very polished experience. I think that it would have felt like we were padding it. Mm-hmm. And it had nothing mm-hmm. to do with the, the, the team. Like, we, were, we had so much to do. It wasn't fair to them for them to, like, say, okay, do these five things. Um, oh, by the way, here's two more things you have to do. It just was unfair to the team, and it was hurting the overall experience. I think that's, you know, back to the, my thing being wrong about Mr. Negative. I think that's why it works so well for Mr. Negative, right? Is yeah. the fact that you did focus on him. I was expecting there to be this, that, the other. Here's the big villain. Yeah. And it was, no, no. Here's a whole bunch of Mr. Negative. Up yeah. until, like, when we capture Mr. Negative, I was like, shit, are we really capturing him? All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but then he gets out, and it is yeah. now we're on to this Doc Ock Sinister Six story that makes more yeah. sense. Well, I love the whole moment of... Uh breaking into his office and seeing like oh, yeah. Peter realizing, wow, he really does love Aunt May. Like, yeah, I, it's, it's just, it makes him such a real person, yeah. you know? And it even, was, I love that scene when Peter comes out of the secret entrance to yeah. his thing and Martin's there and he's like, so hey, that Peter. was actually a scene that we wasn't originally in the game. And, um, Bill messaged me, Bill Roseman, executive creative director at Marvel games. Um, copyright uh, trademark, <laughs> whatever. Um, friend of the show. LLC. Friend of the show. Yeah. LLC. Um, he was like, what if, what if, what if, uh, what if, um, what's Martin Lee is, is there. And then it's like, they're kind of like, he knows that, you know, that we know what's going on and it worked great. And it was one of those, like, it's a really great moment. And he's like, kind of give him the warning of like, stay away, Peter, yeah, yeah, you may yeah. have seen something, but just st- stay away. Um, yeah. And it was, that, and, and that's the collaborative nature we got. Like we mm-hmm. would continually be playing the game, looking at it, looking for areas we could elevate, uh, make better. And that was, that, that's like where the genius came from. Like a lot of the collaboration like the idea of even the the last suit you wear was a was we were break we were in we were at the near we were kind of kind of the tail end of development and we were sitting around kind of giving feedback on the game and we all said like what if he creates a suit based on the pieces and we're like oh yeah let's do it yeah so it was awesome something i'm not seeing too many people talk about so far is the jefferson davis angle and the moment that he's introduced as a comic fan i'm like i know where this is going that's awesome I did not expect him to die. Yeah. And I did not expect it to be in Brutal. a terrorist yeah, attack. Yeah, first like, off, how dare you for killing him? My favorite character, <laughs> my favorite character I, of the game. He's a great character, right? He's so he's incredible. Awesome. I really yeah. feel like that that moment in the game 
kind of raised the stakes oh, yeah. so much yeah. and made Martin yeah. Lee not just a bad guy, but like, wow, you are a terrible person. Watching the, as I was playing it, the Twitch chat was like, this, this game is like, they're not fucking around right yeah. now. Like this totally like just raised the stakes like Tim mentioned. And like that's where it was a fun, joyous game that was yeah. all about being happy as Spider-Man. And it was like, yeah. oh my God, there are like real implications. Consequences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's great that it worked because it was really, really hard because what I was worried about was the game going so dark that you're like, are you like, you know, sorry, DCing the, the Spider-Man yeah, yeah. game? Sorry, I know you're a big DC guy. Uh, <laughs> I think we can all admit the DC uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little darker than most of us would prefer. Okay. All right, yeah. All right, I was just trying to tread water. You know? I understand. Um, and, uh, you know, we can talk about Superman later. Um, and uh, I got game pitches if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very interested. Um, and uh, I was, it, I, one thing, we're in New York City, so I was really, I wanted to be respectful sure, yeah. of the city. Yeah. Um, and I, we wanted to do it in a way that felt um, believable, um, didn't scare people. Um, but there's this is a world that has real stakes. And um, if we just kept it flat, um, it would have felt like, um, well, where's the story going? There's no momentum toward it. And it was one of those moments where, not to mention is, want to surprise people. Most people, most people, spoiler, Rio dies most of the time when if um, yeah. when, with a mild story. We're going to change it up. And I thought, if if Jefferson dies, that can bring Pete and Miles closer together. That's like mm -hmm. the father figure, the mm -hmm. old big brother mm -hmm. figure. Whereas like, whereas you had Otto and Pete, whereas Otto's the mentor and Pete is the mentee. Same thing with Pete and uh, Miles and, you know, where that, where that relationship can go. So, it was strategic and I was, I mean, I, we, we talked a lot about that City Hall mm -hmm. mission, a lot. Um, originally, actually, it was supposed to be playable by Peter and a designer by name Brian Matheson, who is really super talented, says, should make it miles and mm. it was the right call i From feel i feel like that scene was so important to happen when it did in the game because when when we get to the end of the game and it is kind of just uh this gas is going to get spread out the city yeah. and do this thing which yeah. is such a superhero story yeah. and such a cliche yeah. i feel like because we had that and we saw the damage that the yep. the gas or whatever does yep. it paid off so much better at the end where it's like oh there there's a real threat yeah. here that we're that we're facing and i also love how it affected the story of norman being mayor yeah. and having that all happen, having to deal with the consequences, yep. we got to see that and him being like, I gotta resign, I, I gotta bounce yep. out. Like, yeah, so well woven. Yeah, it was really hard because we, had, I mean, I would say the story is really, really big and there's a lot of characters, and there's a lot of times where it'd be like, we put putting the game together, and I'm like, well, this don't make sense. <laughs> too much, too much going on. We'd have to strip some stuff out. There were characters that we had to strip out. Um, uh, I would say probably Sable storyline was a little bit bigger in the originally, and it just was like, it was making things way too complicated. And at the end of the day is like, you know, the famous thing, keep it simple, stupid, you know? Yeah. And uh, we tried to kind of make it much more digestible, but still have great stakes. Um, and then the balance was like, okay, the funeral still happen happens, you know, where it's a very serious moment, but we didn't want to get so dark for the rest of the game where like, you know, you still have the moment where, you know, Peter's cooking dinner and, you know, he's changing the suit and he's like, did you just leave your clothes in the kitchen? Yeah. That, yeah and that's another scene that we actually, we, 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 as we worked on, we're like, we could be, this could be funnier. This could be mm -hmm. a great moment of humor. And we added that little button at the end. We so. power walks back to get us. Oh, and like, that's oh all year. God. That was all year. We didn't tell him to do it. He just yeah. did it on set. I was like, <laughs> that's it. Add that's it, good. Add it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to the to the city hall scene again though. Like I, you had me for a moment there. Was like, oh my god, are they Metal Gear Solid to us? To <laughs> us? Are I we about to too. play Miles yeah. the rest of the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you know, I think you, you made a good call. Yeah, no, you did the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That, 
because I because I had been publicizing for so long. Like this is a Peter Parker story, and if I killed him, um, I think people would be coming after me right now. So this will sound like I'm fishing, and I swear I'm not really. Okay, but like obviously you got this game done. You've been focused on this game. You still yeah. have the City That Never Sleeps DLC yeah. and all that jazz. Do you? How far have you thought of this? Is I mean, it's obviously a franchise. I'm sh- sure you'd like it to be a, a gajillion games, but are they always Peter Parker stories? Well, let's see how many it sells first. Greg. Come on, <laughs> let's kill it. Yeah, exactly. It's selling great in the UK. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going. I, I'm so interested. I'm yeah. going there tomorrow I, to check. I, I I'm going to fact check these numbers and see what is happening. I appreciate it. But like, do you see it always being a Peter Parker story? Because now you do introduce at the end of this. There's two Spider-Man, right? I think that's the that's the fun. And yeah. I think that's the fun. I, I mean, we have. A, and there's a plan. I mean, of I course. Don't, yeah, there's a plan. I don't think that, um, I think there's many different ways we can go. I think also I just want to digest what people are thinking about the game. Sure. And like, you know, I mean, I, I've read reviews. I haven't read every single one because I just, at this, I, like, I, I just How many times it. can you hear you're great? I no, no, it's not because you know what the thing is I'll do? I'll fix it in the one thing they don't like and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like First it. thing you did when you walk in was look at me and be like, "Oh, Mary Jane, huh?" No, and I'm I'm totally I'm totally joking. I, I yeah, get of course, it. I get, yeah. I get it. I get it. I hope I didn't. And my you. my yeah. thing is uh, about that is just yeah. like I I love again I love the world that you built yeah. and it's like you take the familiar things and yeah. one what one person loves someone else is going to totally hate agree. It just means and I knew different. that it was going to be polarizing. I we knew like it was going to be polarizing, and we just we did, and here's my case for it. So you mm-hmm. can then you'll tell me you love it. Um, <laughs> it was one was it was really really important to us to make MJ a um, a more uh, capable contributor to the story. Not a damsel in distress. Yeah, I did not want to do. I did not want to do the damsel in distress. And I want to interject right here because I'm let you talk. It's your it's your show. Yes, but I want to call show. out how much I loved that. How much Jen loved it watching me awesome. play it, especially based on the fact that we're in the middle, of, we're reviewing all the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And watching the Sam Raimi ones again, you're like, wow, yeah. this girl is just a prop. But, and I think that that is, and, you know, that's how it was. And, you know, I think like, you know, um, I'm married to one of the most smartest, beautiful, powerful, um, just inspiring person I've ever met and my wife. Um, I have, I have eight sisters. Um, they are all beautiful, smart, intelligent. I work with many females who are smart, intelligent. They, they can, Jacinda can get it done. And she is, uh, she is amazing at her job. And she is, you know, and I want to, I want to represent that with today, what today's like. I mean, you know, they, we should put, put them more in that position. So it just felt natural to us. The second, so that was one thing. And I think that making her playable you get more of a sense of her arc. It's not just like, well, okay, she kind of went into Norman's place, came out, and that's it. No, she's got to actually physically get around these places. The second thing was, I thought it would be uh, a pacing issue. I thought, like, if we're constantly playing Spider-Man, it's constantly at a 10. It could just get exhausting sometimes. So I thought that would be a nice change of pace. But the third thing was, we thought it would be interesting to see what is it like to be in a superhero world but not have superpowers. And that was just kind of a choice we made. Um, I think some people like it, some people didn't, but that was kind of the, re- the, the kind of three-pronged reasoning for that kind of making her in the role that she was. Um, and same thing with Miles and making him you know, playable when he doesn't have superpowers yeah. yet. The, just to say, because I feel like I, it wasn't in the review that, that I said this, it, wasn't in, it was uh, Games Daily or something that, that we then had a follow-up conversation where I really yeah. feel like I put into words what my issue with Mary Jane. Yeah. And I feel like Convince I, me. I totally am with you with everything you're saying. And, <laughs> okay. and, and you're right, where it's like yeah. Mary Jane should be this character. Yeah. I just felt she was too close to Peter. 
Like, I felt yeah. like it was too much, like, oh, she works at the Bugle. And I'm like, but well, we got to get her something else. Yeah, I get that. I, I know that a lot of people, some people have said to me it's a little bit of Lois Lane comparisons, too, which yeah. I get. And, and you know what's funny? I, I, when I, we made that decision, it didn't, I didn't think of that for a little while. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And, I was like, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I, I think it, the, for our story, it works. Um, and I really liked how um, confident and capable she was. I think Laura Bailey is, I mean, crushes it on yeah. every game she ever works on. Um, and Unlike her talentless hack of a husband, Travis mm-hmm. Wingen. Yeah. I mean, why do you think Kingpin got kicked out? Right. Right. A way bigger part to the best. Sorry, Travis. But yeah, I mean, that was just kind of a decision. And I think for me, it was just more about putting, uh, I think it's um, in today in today's day, I think it's important to put females in very Absolutely. powerful positions. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. Some guy was mean. He was. I was gonna ask his mean comment, but I threw him out. Just read it to me. Let's go. No, it's what. Read it to me. Ra Rash writes in to the spoiler cast. You don't even need the link anymore. Why did you change MJ's character? She's completely unrecognizable from her comic counterpart. Spectacular Spider-Man managed to adapt her perfectly. What did they do? I don't even remember. I don't know. Spectacular committed to her being a model. And, oh. and being a very strong, yeah. like, has her own motivations and stuff. But you know, she is. It's hard to work like, a model, though, into this story. I think it was once. hard, and also, like, I'm just not smart enough to figure it out. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I asked everybody who wrote in, though, what the suit they used. He used the spider armor mark, too. So yeah, that that's, that's, one of, that's one of our favorites. Uh, I just want to let you know. I stuck to the white spider the you entire did. time. You did. I, yeah. I oscillated nonstop between the white spider and the homecoming Stark suit. I'd, I would always go between these. They felt the, more the, believable the in the Stark world. Suit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. I did a homecoming Stark suit. And then I, but ma- the main one I used was classic Spidey. The one that like you start the game with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After you get it un- yeah. undamaged. Right? I, love the white I go spider. between uh, the iron spider just because like. As like a start Marvel Studios fanboy, like the fact that we got to like announce oh, it sure. along near the movie, I was oh, like, yeah, and then have the arms. Which, by the way, I wanted the arms like from like day one, and I was begging the team. I'm like, please get the Iron Spider arms in there, please. And they were like, yeah, Brian, it's like we. What are you gonna do? What are we doing here? <laughs> that we seems like two a weeks. lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And I was like, I was like, please, please. And it went, they went away for a while. And then when we got the suit, and I saw what the suit's power, I was like, yeah, guys. And again, Josue. And worked with our combat team, and we got an animator who was really pumped to do it. And that was, and I would just come over, and every day I'd see a new animation of them. I was like, yes. I do. Dude. I do want to comment. Like we were talking earlier about all the great performances of the game, but like not only the facial capture, right? But the facial animation mm. is some of the best I've ever seen. It's so Thank convincing you. and detailed you. and you could tell like a lot of love was put into Thanks. it. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's definitely... Thank you so much. I mean, and uh, there are... That's talking about like technical, subjective, uh, like iteration. Like it is really hard. Like because sometimes, like you know, um, sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes they can make a weird smile and they like, and like <laughs> correct that. And it's it's just natural. You don't notice it when you're you know you're on the stage, but then you get the data back. And we had a lot of people working on it. Like again, Bobby and Brian, our our animation uh, leads, were. So like obsessed with making the faces look good, and um, I think like I think the scenes at the end wouldn't have worked in full had this full impact yeah, if we 100%. didn't have those kind of performances in, in like the the ability of the face. Well, that's yeah. the thing is that they feel like the character. They feel mm-hmm. like characters. That's you yeah. know Yuri and the animation and the model. That is that Peter, and that feels so yeah. real to me. And yeah. that Aunt May feels so real. But yeah, like yeah. Otto feels so real. 
that when you get to that final scene where you're fighting on the side of the building, which I talked about in the spoiler-free review the best yeah. I could of being like, God yeah. of War opens with the best superhero uh, fight way, I've ever I've had. To- I know what you're going to say. The end is like the best end. Yeah. I've told like everybody at the studio that. I'm like, see? Well, it's just like, really? I, and, and I'm up there, I'm fighting him, and at this point, I'm super-powered Spider-Man. Yeah. I have all the yeah. stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm I beating love him. the new suit. The final suit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really oh, cool, right? So I'm beating him, no cool. problem. And then when it spins off to the side, and you crawl down, and you stand up, I was playing ne- uh, Next Gen. I was like, oh, shit. That's the guns of the Patriots, like yeah. uh, Old Snake versus right? yeah. Ocelot. You start having I, a conversation. I love oh, the decision God. to remove the UI. Yep. Yeah. I, that's such, like, yeah. fucking perfect, dude. Thank <laughs> you. That was, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that was, uh, like, that's probably one of the highlights for me of the whole thing just because like i said like it just what's well, really such a was good it's just it's the beginning of that emotional payoff for everybody and, you have the yeah. conversation with Ock, yeah. everything uh, uh that happens with may you we get yeah. the mj thing back at the fry place you could and, feel his heartbreak like, yeah you know. and the big part is the music yeah. like oh, the music the, for me is one of my favorite parts of the game i yeah. think the music really like i i really i said at the very beginning i wanted a hero theme they delivered a hero theme it carries throughout the piece. Um, like Otto has his own theme. Mr. Negative has his own theme. Sinister Six has their own theme. And it really, like, to me, that really captured, um, like, it, it was kind of like the, f- the final piece of the puzzle of making sure that the ending had its emotion that we The needed. emotional resonance. I'm a big score guy. I love music. Yeah. I love uh, orchestra stuff. And I, I feel like where the MCU fails most is the characters don't have these identifiable themes. They've gotten much better in the later movies. And yeah. when you hear them, when you hear the Avengers theme, you know it's, shit's going it's down. So, so good. And, uh, you yeah. know, Captain America over time has been kind of given something. But, like, Iron Man doesn't really have a theme, you know? Yeah. Rewatching the Spider-Man movies, I feel like one thing that they, both the Amazing movies and the Raimi movies nail is they give Spider-Man this hero theme yeah. that makes swinging through New York yeah. feel uh, so cinematic. And yeah. your theme is on that level, yeah. but it's unique and it, but it feels Spider-Man. And yeah. when you're going up the building and the, when you start the to swell. Like gain momentum and you, there's that yeah. swell. Yeah. And then when you get to the top of the building, it's just quiet. And yeah. then when you jump off, then the music hits. It's yeah. like, how did you even nail this type it's of dynamic? John Paisano, John Paisano, the composer, the guy is a genius. He's awesome. And like he, like I, we talked to a lot of different composers and it really was, um, what I loved. Um, I was a big fan of the Daredevil Netflix series. I think that he he scores he scores that, and I thought that that did, just did a great job of adding to the emotion of the character. Because I think Daredevil is a very emotional character, and I think the music just kind of captured that really well. And then I met John, and John's just John's just a dude. John's a dude. Like, John showed <laughs> just up a straight up jo- dude. <laughs> John showed up, I think, like in jeans, like a backwards hat, and was just like just chilling out. And I was like, I can get you know. Yep, he's a dude. I, I, I can work with this guy. Speaking of awesome, like audio feats, the the uh, having two voice lines for Peter while swinging <laughs> yeah. and not is just mind blowing to me. Like I and I did you see this over the weekend? I saw the yeah, and I didn't even like. Oh yeah, you I, think about I, it. I discovered it while playing it, and then and then I saw the tweet. But while I was playing, I was like, hold the wait, hold on. I just landed in the middle of a line, and now he's not exerting yeah. his voice anymore. This is genius, dude. Yeah, that was. That was a decision we made really, really early on, and it's what like it's one of the things like you don't notice, but then like when it doesn't work, you would really notice. You're like, okay, so he's like really straining himself to move through the city, and he's like very calm, yeah, fine, um, yeah. That that was, that's that's the audio team. First of all, the writing team to think of it, and the audio team that work along, and then working alongside the programming to go like it can all to kind make of, it seamless, yeah, yeah. And it was like, and it's great. Sometimes you're like you'll be in the middle of a you know a line, um, you'll be you'll finished up. And then you drop down, and as soon as he drops down, he'll go into the quiet version. So, yeah, it's it was really cool. I saw that someone write a story on that this week, and I was like, oh, they noticed it. That's really awesome. Yeah. But, like, um, 
it meaning that we had some bugs with it that thankfully we fixed. <laughs> there was another like moment, everything, there's bugs with everything. There was another moment like that that we had during our review where I was talking about the J. Jones Jameson oh, uh, yeah. radio show. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I love how it interacts with like if you see a crime go by and don't stop it, like the people calling in will be like, Spider-Man just swung right by and didn't do this. Yeah. Like, I told you he was a menace. And Greg was like, I never heard I, that because yeah. I stopped, I stopped and I for everything. So I never, ever and heard I was like, it. that is amazing. Yeah, you know? and then like when you complete research stations, he'll call later about talking about something like that's tied to the research station. And that's another, like Darren DePaul is the J. Don Jameson. And what's so good. awesome, so good. What's, what's great is that, so we cast a bunch of, we, we brought in a lot of people into audition and Darren was one of the finalists. And, um, we gave, we gave Darren some feedback. I'm like, Hey, next time we'd like to see this. And Darren just calls or emailed us from me and goes, I just, I want to, I want to do it live. I want to do the audition live for you guys. So you can just tell me right here. So we went to, um, one of our audio directors, um, offices called up Darren. And then like, he was totally throwing out the, like all the Marvel, like, like trivia. And I'm like, he's on like Wikipedia or something like that. And then like, he's bringing out stuff. I know it's not on Wikipedia about JD and Jameson. And I'm like, this guy's a real fan. And then he just delivers like ultimate performance it was awesome and like that was the idea of, of J. Jonah Jameson came up from John Paquetta writer um, Christos Gage who's a Marvel writer wrote all the J. Jonah Jameson stuff and then Darren just like knocks it out of the park yeah, the Collins was such a cool way to have him vibe off somebody, right? Yeah. And, every- and it felt modern, like modern. Oh, like, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. I like the people who were just tweeting over the weekend, like, hey, I love that they cast him. He's just a podcaster. <laughs> He's <laughs> just got a podcast now. Yeah, after pretty all much. Stuff. Yeah. Um, suits, we mentioned on real quickly. Yeah. Which uh, George brought this one up. I like this when he wrote in. Uh, he played as the new white spider suit because OCD didn't allow him to ruin cutscenes for himself. Oh, I, I get that. I, I could see. I there. Well, we talked about the. Um, the throwback cartoon, throwback, cell cartoon. Shade, yeah. and I there was a originally it was a, a suit that got unlocked earlier and yeah. I actually asked them I go can you move it to the end because I didn't want people like when I unlocked like, it I started playing game. with it and then I immediately started getting yeah. into like deep shit co- yeah, cutscenes like, and yeah. I was like I can't be yeah. looking like, at funny yeah, Spidey while this is happening weird, like when he's having that really kind of like um, right before Mr. Negative and him fair, face off for the final time I didn't really want people in that suit like, yeah. it, just felt, it would have felt weird yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. forgot what suit I had during the uh, the moment where uh, Peter's teaching Miles how to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I forgot what like silly suit I had. I was like, ah, oh, damn it, I should have gone back to the yeah, yeah, to yeah. the white spider. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people who are they're actually playing through first time as the white spider, and then they are gonna go back um, and, and play, tinker. yeah, and play around with like uh, what the spider punk suit and this yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, for the suits though, looking back, is there any you miss? I mean, obviously we talked about black suit being a, a powerful moment that you need yeah. on its own, but I mean, yeah. outside of that, like, do you feel like you played it too safe. Were you too cre- creative? Like, cause you guys put a lot of your own spin on stuff. In yeah. There. I think that, uh, you know how, you know, you're not going to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. That's one area where I knew I'd never going to make everybody happy. Um, cause that's what I said in the review, right? Where I was like, ah, I could have gone for more of the ones I was looking for. Yeah, What were you looking for? Like, give me examples. I, for me, it was like, I like, uh, the clone saga when, it, you know, when it, Scar- Scarlet spider breaks off one way, but then you get the redesigned big spider oh, across, yeah, yeah, right? Or yeah. superior Spider-Man, like the so I didn't auto to, version. So, so I didn't want to do superior cause I was worried about the auto thing. Sure. Like, cause I had auto. That was the only reason why we didn't do this. Sure. 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 I also love, and I know it's a million pro- problems, but Bagman, where he's got the bag I was had in the fantastic yeah. four suit. Well, maybe that'll change though. <laughs> no! Who knows? I mean, well, it, the Fox, Every one of the the Fox deal- Disney thing went through, right? Uh, yeah, it's right. in final parts yeah. of the shareholder agreements yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, they're right? still yeah. working through some yeah. stuff because so of the sports I mean, networks. Never know, Bagman and Future Foundation okay, might, okay, have, okay, might, okay. might have a yeah, yeah, Bagman. Yeah. I, I had an interesting question um, from somebody in my Twitch chat who said, 
you know, like we could we could talk about game of the year later. What feels better, like swinging or the Leviathan X? Mm, yeah, I saw that tweet. Like these are oh, that's easy. both feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. I feel this is they're a, both great. Yeah, they're both incredible. That's, that's yeah. the right answer. And then come on. Let's <laughs> well, what's interesting about as I don't get me wrong, swinging is such a huge mechanic. And yeah. George's question actually was like swinging is perfect. How long did it take to get that spot on? Uh, we, sh- we, fi- we went gold at the end of July. There you go. it really was that up until then you think i mean no i would say about a year before ship we knew like we were getting feedback like traversal is the best thing in the game yeah traversal is awesome oh my god i could just swing all day and then it was just fine tuning bug fixing and just adding like the layers of stylization and flow and stuff like that so the biggest thing i think you have working against you in the argument of leviathan versus swinging and this is something kevin brought up i'm not gonna say but go ahead of course you will you've you've heard you've been interviewed the same time what am i gonna say that you've already swung around New York City before and the Leviathan actually you've never used before. Kind of. You're right. But okay. what Kevin came in and said something I think I said to you when we first started playing is that the knock in quotes against Spider-Man on PlayStation yeah. 4 is that it plays the way we think Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, 2 did. Yeah. Right. Where it's like that Even thing of like, it's yeah. not it true. is not. You go back, you look at any footage or you yeah, remember. Yeah. yeah like it doesn't. That. But like you, we all have rose colored oh, yeah. glasses for that game. Yeah. So you get here and it's like, oh yeah. But it's like we were, I was playing it uh, and swinging around and it feels amazing. It's yeah. great. And I'm getting to the flow of it. And at some point, and this is to, you know, you screwed up with your review code of not having the, the photo mode, but I'm going to get there. Stick with me. Stick with me. Yeah, Stick with me. Is right. that Jen's mm-hmm. like, I hate that sometimes it, he's clearly shooting his web at nothing. And I'm like, no, he's atta- He's anchored to everything. She's like, no, he's not. I'm like, all right, fine. Jump ahead to this weekend. Photo mode's enabled. I jumped yeah. in there through web, and I was like, hey, babe, spun the, <laughs> run the camera. Yeah. I'm like, he's anchored to everything. Yeah, when when you swim. are in Central Park, you yeah. have to web zip to the lamppost yeah. Yeah. all we the time. Were really, and that was another thing. Like, we were like, well, what happens if you're like, what happens if you're above um, an attached line? We can't just have the button do nothing. So we actually send you down. Like, you get a little push down. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I get it. Like. No one's ever thrown the axe in God of War before till God of War. Yeah, yeah. People have played Spider-Man games before. I, I get it. Um, I th- my big biggest thing for us was that we wanted to have, um, we wanted you to, we wanted to have a level of accessibility. Like it just, that was really important to us. Like, I mean, we could have just had the webs attached to the skies, but that wasn't the level of accessibility we wanted. Want. No. We want that. Um, Especially with photo I, mode. But I, <laughs> yeah, but I get it. I totally, I totally get it. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's, a knock, it's actually a huge compliment that you've yeah. made the dream Spider-Man game yeah. and it feels I the mean, way you want it, it to Spider-Man feel. Spider-Man 2 is, it's kind of hard to play. Like, I'm not as good, I'm not nearly as good as, as I used to be oh, yeah. when I play. Like, it's, like, I think I, maybe I was a better gamer back then. I don't yeah. Know. How, uh, how early on was photo mode in development? Like, when, when did that become a thing? Because you got to assume that uh, in game development, there are a lot of ways to, like, cheat things, yeah. but then photo mode could easily... You know, okay. blow well, that I shit can tell you right now. I never knew photo mode was going to be this big. Like, <laughs> I will say, like, I can't say, like, I knew it was going to be like this. I, I don't think anybody in the team knew this was going to be the phenomenon it has been, like, over the weekend. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody knew that. Um, it, we were still working on it. We, we couldn't, I mean, to answer a great question about why it was in the review code, we were still working on it. There was a, there was a ton of bugs. There was right. just a ton of bugs. And was it, well, do we want to fix all the crash bugs or do we want to have, you know, selfies and stuff like that? So like it was just, you know, and we knew we knew it was really important to get it done for day one. We just and, you know, like I was I was bummed it wasn't part of the review. And actually, I, w- I was like, we got to We got to get something out. We got to get something out about this photo mode because I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, it was just one of those things we had to make a choice, and it was you made the right crash, choice. You made the right choice. Don't worry. I, I saw some people in our community tweeting about how. Uh, they 
felt like it was a good thing that the photo mode was wasn't out when God of War came out because it didn't allow as many spoilers to be out on mm-hmm. on the internet. Yeah. Did you guys consider that at all? No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't really remember having those conversations. I just remember. Um, I remember saying, but we got to make it like, you know, we talk, like a lot of people ask me, like one of my things I'm most proud of, is it feels like a Spider-Man game made by Insomniac. It feels like it has Insomniac DNA. I was like, we just can't do what Naughty Dog and San Monica do. It's got to feel like Insomniac. It's got to feel like Spider-Man and all the like, stickers and Emojis all that stuff. That is very much Insomniac. And that's really was driven by Jacinda and Gil, our uh, UI lead, to make it have that kind of personality. So um, I think all those other modes are fantastic. But I think ours fits our game really, really well. And I well, think we, what's great is I've seen the very dramatic, very well lit, you know, shots. Um, and I've also seen like the super fun ones. So we have a good mix. Well, what's funny about it is that I feel with Horizon and God of War, the photo mode another good one. Oh was very God. much that you did. So you ran into spoiler territory of like, you know, I remember when I was putting up my Horizon photos, I, I waited till the very end of the show, like when you went inside the giant metal structures. Yeah. That was a cool moment. But like, Spider-Man, the ones I'm seeing, outside of the ones that are all shirtless Spider-Man, but the ones that I'm just seeing yeah. in my regular feed from people aren't spoilers. I know. They're Spidey at the Ghostbusters firehouse. They're yeah. Spidey with, like, you know, That's people. That's a really good point. I think I can honestly say I think I've only seen one photo sent to me that featured Otto. Yeah, exactly, like, right? as Ock. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, that's really pretty respectful. That's a great community. Yeah. Right? They don't, they're trying not to spoil it. Yeah. Do, do you all have somebody in charge of... Or like, is it just production who's in charge of all the Easter eggs? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, we have a lot of people. One guy, uh, Joe Shopper, who oh god, that he's a he's a good man. He's a good man because every <laughs> he had to he had to go through legal on a lot of stuff. Sure, all, yeah. like landmarks, the Wakanda, and, all, and oh yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Um, I know, I know which question you're gonna ask me. Which one? Oh, the marriage uh, one. No, oh, <laughs> the proposal. Oh no, I wasn't gonna oh, do that. Oh, okay. That's um, been covered to death okay, at this okay. point, right? Um, the uh, Yeah, so like it was all like it was Joe basically did all our New York City landmarks with you know legal all the all the um, Marvel landmarks all any Easter egg anything we had like the collectibles everything was approved and he has these giant Excel sheets and Joe's a good man. So Joe's the one Frank had written in and said whose idea was it to put the ghost on the back of the Ghostbusters firehouse? Are we assuming that was Joe? No, was that wasn't that was probably an artist. Like like for example, you know, did you guys see the GIF where someone did a close up of the missile that comes out? Yeah, it says spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guaranteed to kill spiders or something like that. I didn't know. I didn't know that was that's awesome. I didn't know that was game. By the way, I didn't know till this morning that because you know the joke where he says people see my three chest hairs in the in the one when you're in your underwear. (laughs) There's actually modeled three hairs. That's awesome, (laughs) Xavier. You are a genius. I did not know that. At all, and I was like, it, he does like a super close up of it. I'm like, wow, and that's and part of me is like, what else do I not know about? What else is in this game? And I guess that's why that, that's why I was asking the question about photo mode because, the, like, the ability to like maybe block out a certain area of the world because you know that the player can never get to it, but maybe photo mode might be able to reveal certain details. Like, yeah, be, be, like we would have never seen the details on that missile were it not for yeah. photo mode. You know, yeah, I. I think there's a lot. I'm discovering a, I'm discovering a lot of things about our game. It's been fantastic. And I'm like, I will tell you that I was so concerned about people asking about the collectibles that I yesterday activated every tower and collected every collectible so I could just quadruple check. I knew exactly what every single. I mean, I knew what they were, but like some things like his, like, for example, I forgot that um, we had certain people sign the card when he leaves the Daily Bugle. I was like, oh. We mentioned okay. We mentioned that character. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So just in case someone asked me about it, 
Well, it's the same way. I mean, there's so many awesome things in there. Because, yeah, I remember I went through and did all the photo challenges. So I'm getting the yeah. Wakanda and all the stuff. But I yeah. didn't go to the ground. Like, to see, go to the ground and get a photo with yeah. it behind you. Because I, I wasn't thinking yeah. that way when I was playing. And it's the same way I saw it on Twitter over the weekend. Somebody being like, at Feast, it's a really nice touch that all the developers' photos are on the walls. Yeah. Employees uh, of the month or whatever. Oh, that's not like, on there. <laughs> you deserve you're, You get all the camera time. Well, it's funny. They, they, one of the artists put a, um, and there's the, you know the penthouse mission where at the end you fall and you catch the guy? Yeah. Um, one of the one of the reserved parking spots was for me, and I was like, "Please change that." People are gonna think like I really have a reserved parking spot. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. One of my favorite Easter eggs that I feel like is the biggest obvious cameo, Stan Lee. Yeah. Like, I oh, feel fantastic! Like my girlfriend was watching me play the game, and like she was super in. And when that happened, she was like, "Oh my god, they did it!" And I'm like, "Yeah, it, this is such a." Big deal. Like this is a real. That wasn't an impressive event. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you notice it wasn't yeah. in when you played? When that happened, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so there's there's two versions of that of that um, cinematic, and when you came down to, in the review, I'm like, I, for preview, I'm like, I don't want them to see this. I want them to be save it for the review. That's cool. So we actually created two different versions of it. Um, yeah, I mean, we were. I mean, that's a career highlight for me to meet Stan Lee and get him in the game. And I think for... And they looked for, incredible. He looked great. Yeah, he looked great. The team did an awesome job. Yeah. And I think for us was um, kind of that stamp of approval. Like, it was one of those, like, like you know when we had the Marvel flip... Uh, we had the flip book at the beginning of the game? Yeah. It was like one of those things that says, like, mm. yeah. This is real. This is real. Yeah. Uh, Darren and asked, how, like how... Stan Lee was that. How did the Stan Lee come, come about, the cameo? Uh, was it just so, asking somebody to, uh, once again, uh, bill a trademark LLC? I going basically... <laughs> Um, got his contact information from uh, the Marvel Games team and I called up and said, here's what we got going on. We um, had just announced the game, so at least I could have him send a trailer out. Nice. And then just like just worked on it for months and we finally got him and we brought him in to get his head scanned, which was super fun, and then we brought him into the booth. And we only had him like, do a couple lines because, you know, yeah. he's a busy man. And, I, and he was like, that's it! And we were like, yeah, scan is super easy. <laughs> and it was great. He was super nice. Um, you know when you know you know it was great. It was like I mean I got to meet I got to hang out with Stan Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, else awesome. did it. what else can you <laughs> ask for? What else can you ask for? Trevor Starkey wrote in and said, "What were some of your favorite Easter eggs?" What I mean, we've mentioned a whole bunch here, but is there one that stands oh, well, out as the well? one where you're on the uh, the train and the snap? Oh uh, my go, god, goes, that, that it worked last time. Yeah. That was yeah. so that good. Was for, and we yeah. just watched Spider Man yeah. too, yeah. so it was that's one of my favorites. One of them was it referencing. The PS2 Spider-Man game about the balloon. Oh yeah, there's yeah. two references. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I wasn't sure. by the way, all those drawings were made by uh, kids of the studio. Like, That's uh, so our, cool. Our, yeah, they had people. Yeah, draw one them. one in the backpack, you get a drawing of like yeah. this kid made it as a thank yeah. you, and all I did was get his balloon. And then yeah, somebody a, told me a, I saw it online that yeah. a woman yells at you or something. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And then we definitely wanted to have a reference to Balloon Boy. The pizza delivery hat is a little nod. Mm. So good. Too. Um, I personally like so Dan Slot like kind of very the very very beginning we kind of. Brought Dan and uh, Spider-Man and Nick to uh, Insomniac just to like, like, are we screwing this up? Like, are, like we have some early ideas. Are we really screwing this up? And if you follow Dan on Twitter, he likes to make the hyphen joke a lot. So that actually the note yeah, yeah, between, yeah. put the hyphen between Spider-Man and Man, that's a nod to Dan, you know, for all his helping us and stuff like that. So like, those are some of my favorite ones. The, uh, the, the pizza place that he gets fired from in Spider-Man 2 is... Okay. Okay, it's not, no, but I will tell you a reference. So do you know when he is, um, he gets evicted and he's going to try to find his stuff and he's having the back and forth about yeah, yeah. The, original, the originals and all that stuff? So I'm a huge Seinfeld fan and that's a nod of like they're talking, remember like, he's like, it's just original, it's just originals, Jerry, it's just originals. Like, he, like remember uh, Kramer's lost one time and he's like, 
where are you at? Like in front of Ray's, and he's like, original Ray's. And he's like, it's just Ray's, Jerry. <laughs> and literally, that is like that back and forth was. That's like a nod. That's a, like a little nod. To For me, that is something that is uh, one of the great reference points and then working with the cop before we knew who the cop was. Yeah. You do such a great job without beating us over the head that he is your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That yeah. yes, he's swinging around Manhattan, but he is also eating at these pizza places, having, and yeah. like the way he'll talk to the garbage man, just like a normal person, the way he'll talk to the cop like a normal person, yeah. it was so great. Like the, um, the Pigeon Quest, um, like, yes. <laughs> so the Pigeon Featuring Quest. Featuring Dave Fenoy from so DaveFenoy.com. that actually, um, we, uh, I, I asked uh, one of the designers, I'm like, uh, Mark Stewart, who is one of our, one of our, one of our lead designers now. Um, I asked him like, Mark, we just can't, we just can't have it be pigeons. Like it's gotta, there's gotta be a little bit of a story behind it. And Mark crafted like this great little nod about why he's getting, why this guy wants all his pigeons back. It's about his wife and stuff like that. And it, you know, yes, it's really just going after Grayson after these pigeons, but we want just a little bit, we try to wrap a little bit of everything into narrative. Oh, I so. guess I've never, I haven't done that side mission yet because yeah, sorry, I, I spoiled it for yeah, no, but I, I've seen it all over the internet. I've seen yeah. people talking about yeah, like we, making we, jokes we, and we memes really, or whatever. We really, really tried as much as we could to wrap everything in, a, in some type of narrative. Even like the towers was it, the towers about them going offline and stuff like that. If you, one of the side quests is the reason why they're offline is that this guys are going to try to break him out of jail. And they basically want to take down and keep the place occupied. That to me is one of the coolest things of this is that every single side quest and like even the little things, the collectibles add yeah. so much to the lore and backstory where it's like, thank you. Every time you get one of the back, the backpacks are the greatest collectible love in a video game. God, ever. they're so good. I love that every time you get it, you get those two sentences of backstory yeah. that fills in that eight years. Yeah. And they're all cool things. Yeah. Like and the electro rubber it, gloves. Okay. But it's, like, at first I thought, oh, okay, cool. It's just whatever. But it's for me, it's the one where it's the dumpling recipe or whatever. And he's like, oh, remember that time? And I'm like, oh, what a funny thing. And then later, hours hours later for okay. me, it is like, oh, like you're never going to let me live that down. Well, I was like, fuck. Do you want to know the, origin, the why the dumplings is always a thing? Sure. So uh, in the original version of the game, like way back in the day, <laughs> can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> you actually, there was a mission where you went to Martin Lee's favorite dumpling place and then followed a bunch of inner demons to somewhere. And we all were like, this is going to be bad. And we cut it, but we always talked about the dumplings. We yeah. always talked about dumplings. And the great dumpling catastrophe that they reference in the, when he's making dinner. Yeah. That's related to the catastrophe that we would have had if we'd done <laughs> oh, that. Wow. That's, that's what it was. That's so the really joke awesome. was that me, Bill, and Eric, and Mike, would, and John would always make was dump was about dumplings. That's how that all came about. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's yeah. really awesome. I've never told that story. <laughs> You're world building on world building on world building. Yes. Speaking of world building, Devin wrote in to this show. I keep like I'm gonna give out the URL, but there's nowhere to write into anymore. Yeah. The show's already being recorded. Uh, when arriving at Avengers Tower, Peter says he thinks the Avengers are somewhere on the West Coast. Is this just a reference to the West Coast Avengers, or is there any actual lore in regards to what Earth's Mightiest Heroes are currently up to in the universe? Because you know everyone wants to tie this game to the Crystal Dynamics game. I don't know. Peter's a smart guy. <laughs> uh, Devin used mainly the advanced suit, then the Mark IV armor for the Sinister Six fights. What do you what did you use again? Mainly the advanced suit, okay. then the MK IV armor for Sinister Six. The really fights. shiny one. Oh yeah, Mark that, IV is super I like shiny. That, yeah. Uh, next question I want to toss it to is Alex P. Almost Alex P. Keaton, but not. Mm. Uh, hey Brian, loved the game and recently got the platinum. My question is, how long are the City That Never Sleeps DLCs going to be? Alex used the advanced suit. Um, I think they're good. Uh, this is, this hard. is a hard this question. Is hard because I think that DLC is really challenging for a lot of reasons because 
like games like Destiny prove like you can never give people enough. Mm -hmm. Like you, they always want more. They always want more. Our job is to, at the end of the day, is do what we did in this game is to give people a great story. Feel like it's a satisfying story with new characters, new activities, new suits. Whether it's long enough for you or not, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what your expectations are. If you're looking for 12 hours of extra gameplay for one thing, you're not going to get that. Um, I think it's I think it's it's long enough to keep you immersed in our world and tell you a new story. Okay. Along with the DLCs, like, is it just story? Or are you also? I mean, you mentioned costumes stuff like that, but are we also getting? you know, possible side missions or more NPCs popping up with things they'd like us to go rescue or whatever. I I think we're going to concentrate on the main story, but there will be more things to do. Smaller ancillary. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wyatt asked a question in this DLC vein. says, I finished the campaign in the span of two days. And it was my favorite campaign I've ever played. Real quick, does that break your heart? That <laughs> three years of work's down to two days. I will <laughs> tell you that... The, in some ways, I'm really, really psyched about seeing how many people have tweeted at me saying they platinumed it, and I'm like, "You've already platinumed the freaking game!" Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, like because I spent like three and a half, four hours just getting those freaking backpacks last night. And I was like, <laughs> "How fast are these people playing it?" I mean, God, they're well, really just good. sittings, man. All yeah. it was just sittings. When I had it, that's all I did. Really? Like, boom, like, how, yeah. like how long would you play? Like, uh, the first one, I got it at 3 p.m. and turned it off at midnight. Like, you know, what I, mean? so I, I, I think there. this game is very special because I've. I had the exact same experience, and it's not like we were rushing for embargo. Like, yeah. I was just we, playing the way I wanted we just, to play. We're playing. It, yeah. it sucks you in. It. I said this in the review. This reminds me of the best season of Spider-Man ever, oh, awesome. where it's just like the story doesn't feel like a movie. It really feels like a season, yeah. and it reminds me of you just want to binge watch it. Like You want to get That's through awesome. it, and so many people online I'm seeing tweet out like, I just can't stop playing. What yeah, I, I was shamed. I was really? shamed for like oh. for like. I streamed for eight hours, and then I was like, let me plug in my new like 4K TV. Let me see how the HDR looks, you know? And then two hours go by. I'm like, I'm still fucking playing this game, dude. I yep. need to go to sleep. It's 7 in the morning. <laughs> I, I remember for me, there was one weekend where I took the game home, and we had just gotten in a lot of the progression upgrades in the suits in the game. Yeah. And I was supposed to review all of these gold, like what we call the golden path of the main story missions. Yeah. And all I did... The whole weekend was do the side stuff to get unlocked suits, and I was like, "Oh, like we're gonna people are gonna get distracted." Oh it's yeah, so easy oh, yeah. to get distracted. Nice well, it's, it's like I said in the review, right, where the side stuff is clearly helping you so much in, in adding so much to the game that yeah. yeah, when it would be golden path for me, it would stop, and it would be what's the new thing? Let's go get the new thing. Where yeah. what are the new uh, hideouts to take down? I think it's funny that I think the the most let's call it controversial part of the game. I think for people who've played it so far is the side con. Especially when I read the reviews, it's like. Some people think Psycon is perfect. Some people wish, I wish there was more, I go, I've never seen this before type stuff. Oh, yeah, they were I, saying this repetitive crimes, right? I, I get that. it. I get it. Um, you know, I, I, you there's know, only so you, much you can do. No, I think there's something <laughs> where, like, we, we, put a, we put a lot of time and attention into that main story. We wanted to make sure that, um, in many ways, you felt like you were really getting a, the, you know, the best story maybe you've ever seen. Um, but we also knew we had a responsibility to create an open world. Those where we put our resources depended on. Um, I, I still think we did a great job, but I think you could look at any element of the game. And we'd say we, we, we would make it. Better. You also have to finish the game. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm yeah, a gold yeah. path guy when it comes to games, especially yeah. open world games yeah. like Horizon. I was like, I really loved the game. Side stuff was not for me. I just yeah. wanted to get to the end. And with Spider-Man, that was my plan. That yeah. is not what happened. That's, yes. that's great. And I really that owe a lot to the open world team. I mean, like they had to make they had to do all the crimes. They had to make sure the traffic system was working right. That means MP, that means 
vehicles and people. That means they, they had to react to the crimes appropriately. They had to interact with Spider-Man. They had to point out things in the world. They had to create all the research stations, the quests. Like, that's a lot of stuff. And it's, I mean, yeah. and like, like, you know, you know, I know everybody wants like 300 hours of gameplay. Like, at the end of the day, I don't want you to, I don't want just to hit a number and the quality not to be good. And yep. that was our that was our focus. It was quality over quantity at the, all times. The only time I was annoyed was my own inability to figure out for a while the yeah. best way to take down the Sable camps. Because those yeah, motherfuckers were tough. Yeah, yeah they yeah, were yeah. tough. But they eventually, tough. I, I, it was that yeah. I wasn't, you know... I, you just what, get the iron spider legs and... Just <laughs> well, no, I was always doing web blossom. Did you, did you, always did you, did doing you web figure blossom. out that... You had to knock. Some of you had to knock their gear off. Was that the? Oh yeah, no, I knew that. Oh, okay, it was just okay. the the mix they're, in they're of the HP flying characters high. for the first oh, time. Yeah, I think where it was like you have to sit there yeah. and figure it out, and then you had the yeah. watchtowers to bring those yeah, down. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like I couldn't stealth the entire thing. Yeah, which yeah, I, you yeah, know, yeah. It was just yeah. the game does a great job of I think make being so accessible, like you were saying, that I was playing and I'm like, oh, I got this. And then when you get to the first part where it's like, no, actually, use your wheel. I remember like opening the gadget wheel. I'm like, oh, I haven't tried half of these. Yeah. And then opening up and be like, oh. And then going back and fighting thugs and uh, demons. And then say, and it was like, oh, this is a new game now how to fight these For people. For me, the game opens up the minute you get to, you're in the air and you can yank guys up yep. in the air. Yeah, 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 exactly. You don't have that, to come that, down. That is, the, that is the, for me, the, if I give anybody advice, just what you do is get that skill well and that that's the thing up the game the game talks about it when you start right that you want to be up in the air be yeah. up in the air and like when you don't play it that way and playing you know talking to people through text and they're bringing up like oh man i'm having such a hard time like how are you playing it when like i play arkham i'm like that's your problem don't play like arkham yeah. get up in the air play it like spider-man yeah god that that I, I i get the comparison like i totally like and i've said to people like um by the way, I love that I'm on a show where people are just like, eh, I'm going to leave for a couple minutes and come back. Like, <laughs> I, think I think it's freaking great. Everybody's got small waters right this here. much LaCroix. By the way, it, I'm, it having, I'm having a blast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're having, having fun, too. We can keep going. I want to keep going. This is so much fun. Um, this is great. I'm having, like, I'm shoot, shooting the crap. I love it. Um, I think that I, first of all, you're talking to one of the biggest Arkham fans out there. I love the Batman games. Love them. But I, I understand, like, people are like, well, did you just do what Arkham did? I'm like, I can understand when you look at it, sometimes you might think that, but like if you play, it's very different. Like we are asking you to do a lot of different things oh, yeah. that just Batman concentrates on other things. He is on the ground, like outside of like the, where the, the, what they call the predator mission. Predator modes, yeah, predator, yeah. Like where he's kind of stealthy yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. When he's in the thick of it, um, he is ground based. He is, you know, using some gadgets, but really it's counter punch. Whereas where he's very, he's, it's really muscle. He's using it. He's using his strength. Whereas we're saying, Get off the ground. Use your acrobatics. So they're different styles. There's some things that, I mean, yes, you could say they're a little bit, you know, similar. But like, end of the day, I just want to be regarded in the same light of those sure. games. Like those, those games, Rocksteady, are, they're, they're awesome. And I can't wait to find out what they're doing next, especially, I mean, you know, Superman, right? Yeah, of course. And, yeah, totally, totally. And, sorry, I've been waiting to say that. Um, I came this close to wearing a Superman shirt today. <laughs> but I figured that would not go over well. Um, yeah, Bill was punching through his hat on the other side yeah, of the screen. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, I get it. I think that um, I just hope people play it. And I think if they play it, they're going to understand how. Oh, yeah. Two, no, no, totally. You get away from and it. that they're both great. I had a friend who's another huge Arkham fan started over the weekend. And he, te we were texting about it when he could finally talk about it or when he could finally start playing it. And then it was funny for him to say something I felt in my first few hours of, yeah. why isn't reverse triangle? Oh, like it yeah. was so like yeah. that's Arkham and yeah. that's so ingrained yeah. in your head that yeah. I do like oh damn it I'm getting yeah. punched. I think a lot of people like the um, the dodge button like they expect it to be a counter button. It's not a counter yeah, button. Yeah, yeah. I will say um, Cameron Christian, who is our um, design director, 
follow him on Twitter because he is giving like daily combat tips. So if you're like want to get really really good at the game, you're you're have you know want some more tips, follow Cameron. Um, he's great. Something I didn't say in the review, and I, I'm not seeing enough people talk about because it, it's one of those things like with video editing where it, when it's done right, people don't notice there's a problem. But yeah. when it's done wrong, everybody notices yeah. and talks about it. The camera in this game is amazing. Uh, and I feel nice. like I'm not seeing people talk about it because it's one of the, the first times that uh, a camera for a game where you're crawling on walls and like things are twisting around. Yeah. Where Isn't it, bad. It doesn't get in your way. It's, yeah, we, that comes down to really talented programmers uh, who... Uh, and designers working together to make sure the controls work, but also creating situations and missions that don't put you in really bad situations. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like the shipyard mission that had a lot of awkward wall crawling and we just took it out. Cause I'm like, this is, just, it's just like cameras going all crazy and stuff. So like they strip some of that stuff out. Now, if you get it right, it will make you feel more like Spider-Man, but we felt we had enough of that stuff in there, but like, yeah, it's just putting, putting the, putting the character in the right situations and building the mission, the, the layout of the mission in the right way. Another thing that I don't see enough people talking about, right, is the first time I stuck to a building and I was crawling up a building and I was like, wait a second. And you move in the 3D interiors of like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about another level of immersion. It was just, I can't believe that that you know, was it's happening. Not, it's, all, it's, it's actually projections, not, it's, it's, all, right? it's, all, it's all cards. Oh, no, I, I, I figured yeah. it out because I yeah. do have a clip on my PlayStation <laughs> I haven't uploaded of me coming around the side of a building and there being a door that would open up to just fall into an instant death. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. I went back and forth. Jonah, but no, I did notice that like, yeah, yeah in, in one of the rooms, yeah. you see a full room in one window pane and the other one was like another yeah. room. And I was City's like, really big. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. It's just like, but it's still like, like yeah, even yeah. knowing that, yeah, even seeing that crease or that seam, it and was that, like, I can't get they, Our environment team, I gotta say, they are magicians. Like that city is fantastic well, looking. That's why it I is. was so shocked it's only been like a three plus year game. I thought it was I like know. a six hour game well, because I think, of how I think go back detailed to it that is. is the experience of working on Sunset gave us a leg up of like, hey, here's how you build an open world and do it and do it smartly. And you know, what's crazy is that if you go to Chinatown, Chinatown feels different than Harlem and Harlem mm, feels mm. different than Hell's Kitchen and the financial district. There's each district had its own unique look and feel. And that really is Jacinda, um, one of our lead environment artists, Jason Hickey, and that team really, really, really just loving New York City and just really doing the research of like, like a lot of the um, a lot of the graffiti we hired actual New York City graffiti artists. But then like Jason was like ended up having time on his hands and he was like, I think I'm just gonna create some more stuff. How do you like this J. Jonah Jameson baby one? Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's all Jason. Like, and he would call me over every day. It was like candy. I'd be like, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> it was awesome. Next time, get Cool Greg in there. Make him do some graffiti. Uh, I thought I already gave you something. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, we yeah. haven't talked about how did So why? Like, and this isn't naval gazing at all. Why would you guys put shirtless Spider-Man in your game? Uh, because you, because I think you, uh, I think in some way, um, you believed in this game before a lot of people did. Mm. Um, and uh, I personally am a big fan of yours. Um, I appreciate your honesty and how much you, um, especially with everything you've gone through. Um, I can't watch your video from PAX without tearing Oh, the up. cancer one? Yeah. And um, I think that you represent what we should all be. You should be happy with life and loving life. And um, I know you're a big fan, and we thought, um, why not? And you deserve it. 
Thank you. And so does shirtless Spider-Man. He does. Yes, <laughs> uh, just as photographer. Yeah. Just but as no, I, I mean, I, I, in the day, like, I think that, um, like I said, you're a really big believer in the game and that um, I really, I really think uh, you're a pretty special guy. Thank you. Well, I mean, that was the thing is that from the moment it was <laughs> leaked to me in 2015 <laughs> uh, against everyone at probably PlayStation's better wishes. Yeah. Like I knew that, that I knew as soon as I heard. And that was yeah. what was so exciting for me. And something I've talked about before, right, is that I, I feel like. I'm privileged to have covered PlayStation for so long, so I know the first party so well, yeah. and so I know the ones that don't get the credit they deserve. And when it was like you're, you guys are going to be established, you guys are going to be attached to the most established, most beloved Marvel IP. I was yeah. like, oh, here we go, it's off to the races. Yeah. And it was a similar thing of this has been such an amazing year for, uh, well, not I guess it was last year, but Hara uh, uh, Gorilla, right? Of like yeah. uh, like knowing Herman for so many years, yeah. talking to him about every Killzone game, yeah. to see them get a game that is like so widely beloved. Yes. Hey, you know what's you. crazy about that ga- that thing is that so they are known for making first person shooters and yeah. you know the, as the, ga- the franchise went on it they got a little bit more open ended but then they go totally open world third person the, the 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 theme is completely different than they were doing I'm like that takes major major guts I remember running to I was actually same thing with Sony Santa Monica and Corey yeah them um, I remember running into Corey. He probably doesn't even remember this. I was, I was, we do our performance capture right next to Sony Santa Monica, and Corey was pulling in when I was pulling into the parking lot. And I said, Man, you got a set of stones on you, man, for making all those changes. And I'm like, But it's like you celebrate those things, yeah, and it's awesome, yeah. So, did anyone at PlayStation try to get shirtless Spider Man out of there? Never, okay. I never ever heard one thing about it. And you, I mean, you know, I want to do more shirtless Spider Man. So, what, what did you want to do? We'll see. You know, the future. We'll see if there's never too late for a DLC yeah. suit. That's all I'm to say. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I got a question for yeah. you. So I really feel that you nailed Spider-Man in in the most perfect way, and I I think that as a huge Spider-Man fan in, in every media, this is one of my favorite interpretations of the character and of the story. Agreed. Um, yeah. I would put that up there with Spectacular Spider-Man, which is yeah. my favorite show that they've done. Yeah. Homecoming, which is my favorite movie. Yeah. Like, it's is that just, both your guys' favorite MCU movie? Homecoming? Homecoming. Well, Avengers: Infinity War beat it out. Yeah. In terms of our rankings, yeah. 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 But I think Ragnarok's Ragnarok's personal favorite. stuff. Yeah, that's great. yeah, I like Homecoming though. So and that's the problem of wa- playing this game and then having to watch all these Spider-Man movies. Oh I'm my just like, God. man, I just want to watch Homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hard after a weekend of playing Spider-Man, having to watch the Andrew Garfield, which isn't a bad movie, but it's so like I'd rather just be playing Spider-Man yeah, exactly, right now. Exactly. Yeah. But like with with the comic series, like the, the Ultimate comics are so so good. Like, yeah. what are your favorite Spider-Man stories? Any media? Tom wrote in and said, what, was, what were the key comics or films that were inspirations for you? I think, um, I will say that, I, I, I figure someone's asked me this, so I'm going to answer it, maybe not perfectly how you'd want, but this is what it, Bendis showed me that you could change the universe a little bit and people would still come and check it out. Mm-hmm. Dan Slott showed me that you can do some really off the wall stuff and at the end of the day, if it pays off, people will love it. Like, I'll be honest with you. I thought I was like superior Spider-Man doc. I was like, this is what, but then you get, so you know, I'm like, and then you love it. And it's then you're like, so I want good. more of that. And spider Island. I'm like, everybody gets spider power. And you're like, I want this. I think that's what he showed me. And then I think at the end of the day, we all wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the, the beginning of amazing, amazing fantasy 15 and seeing a, a, a regular Joe. I think it's that, that, that one panel where you see, you know, you see like the jock, I think it's Flash Thompson, and then you see Peter in the background as the normal kid. That's what this is at the end of the day. It's a very relatable human kid, and that that has been true from the very beginning. 
and it's been carried all the way through. And I think that's the kind of thing we really want. So I really think it's the roots of the beginning, the the universe uh, familiar, fresh feeling of Bendis, and then the risk taking of Dan Slott. And then I think um, I will tell you, Kevin Feige is a huge influence on me in terms of um, taking properties that are beloved to people and making them so they bring in everybody possible. Um, I mean, the, the guy has not released a bad movie yet. <laughs> I mean, what? Like, it's it's ridiculous. Like they, like to me. Inf- sorry, I'm gonna go off my Marvel. Do it, man. man. Mm. Infinity War should not work. It should not <laughs> oh, yeah. work at all. That should be a bad movie. It should be. There's too many characters. Dude is purple. He looks like Grimace. It shouldn't work. It shouldn't. I mean, like it's Star Lord's line. It shouldn't work. And at the end of the day, you're like, oh my god, this is a this is a story about Thanos. They like, pulled the it lead, off. He yeah. is the lead character of this movie. I'm like, what? And you feel for him. I know. It's like like when he throws her off the. I'm just like, oh my god! Even that scene before where she thinks she killed him, and I mean, and like, and he's pushing her toward Star Lord, and like, shoot! I'm just like, like, I'm losing it. Like, it is so <laughs> freaking good, and like, and then hiring people like um, Ryan Coogler to do Black Panther, and I mean, just absolutely nailing it. And then, like, Thor taking Thor and pushing into a whole. Now, now Thor is like setting the tone for Thor now. Um, I mean, he's one of my favorite parts of actually Infinity War because they kind of brought the Ragnarok style mm-hmm. Thor to oh, yeah. that, and he fits so well. Like, how could you not take inspiration from that that group? And you know, and then I would say lastly is Bill Roseman is a huge influence. I mean, that guy. I mean, he's my buddy. He's my he's my brother. He's my brother, and I've I've spent a lot. Of, I I wrote to him this weekend. I said that you know Bill is not only um, his enthusiasm is infectious. He's got one of the biggest hearts I've ever seen, and he is a great human being. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of influences. Here there were other questions, but yeah. that's just too good. There's no way to come back from that. That was the best answer to a question I've yeah. ever seen. Brian, thank you for Spider-Man. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so you're much. Very welcome, Please guys. tell the whole team, yeah, how much, obviously, I had a, I had everyone loves it. I absolute blast. I forgot we've been going for about, is this an hour yes, and 45 yeah, minutes? Yeah, hour 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could I feel be- like we could have easily done another hour and 45 <laughs> I just minutes. Want, I have one more question. Yeah. Did we beat Corey in the time? Are we good oh, I don't know. Cool, Greg. Can you look up the God of War uh, spoiler cast on YouTube? Tell me how long that one went. He'll, yeah. He'll get you. Because we'll just make sure it goes longer than that. <laughs> sure. That's <laughs> yeah, all we got to do. It's sure. I think it was less You think Corey was less than this? Sony PR person off camera. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I was wondering, do I have to say game provided by PlayStation, all that jazz here? PlayStation sent us the game FTC. Toss it up here if you need. You beat him by 20 oh, minutes. Yeah. You beat Corey by 20 <laughs> minutes. Suck it, Corey. You're an idiot, Corey, and your game sucks. <laughs> he, he got high reviews. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the spoiler cast from Kind of Funny for Spider-Man on PlayStation 4. Share it with your friends. Uh, disseminate it around the globe. Remember, the Games Cast goes up. <laughs> Why do you up. have to say disseminate? Why not? <laughs> Games Cast, you normal, goes up each and every Friday on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, you can get it there as an audio and MP3. You can get it there as a video. You can get it earlier than that when we record it live. It's confusing, but there's a whole bunch of stuff. If you want it for free, you can get it youtube.com slash kind of funny games or podcast services around the globe each and every Monday. Brian, is there anything you want to pimp before you go? I just want to say thank you to everybody. I mean, uh, this, this three and a half year journey that we've been on, it's been a wild ride. It's been the best time of my life. And just thank you for everything. Awesome. Congratulations. Well, Thanks, Congratulations. guys. You already took a vacation, so get to Spider-Man 2. <laughs> get I, I, I need another vacation. <laughs> Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.